Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 18 of The Good, The Dan, The Florida Man. We're so happy to be here with you, your hosts, as always. It's me, I'm The Good. I got a happy little squish bell that you can't see, but if you're watching, you can. And we've got... The, the Dan. The Dan is me. I'm him. And we have... Ben, who's always disappointed. <laughs> we are the good, the Dan, the Florida man, uh, and we are three stand-up comedians that got shut down when the world had to close for COVID, so we turned to the medium of healing the world through three more white men on a podcast. We hope you have enjoyed it. If this is your first time listening, we hope we do enough to keep you listening to the next time. Uh, we do story times, fun and games, answer your questions, and ask silly questions ourselves. Uh, so with that being said, let's jump right into today. Since we are stand-up comedians, we still have shows you can come see us at. So Ryan, where can they see you? I'd recommend following me on Instagram or my website. That's the best place to figure it out. But I think July 8th is my next show. And then also I'm going to be at DC, at the DC Comedy Loft uh, on in November. But then again, it's all booked colleges other than that. So if you want to go to college, <laughs> you can see me. That's why people go to college. I tell myself. Um, yeah, no, Dan, what about, what about you? Do you got any uh, shirt? Did you figure out where it was? I did. Yeah, yeah. I will be at the Utah, uh, wait. <laughs> no, the Utah, what? I have to double check the name. The Utah Arts Alliance Theater on August 6th doing the Soliloquy Showcase. Hey, mm, other than that, you can check me out. Someone messaged me and asked me to be more specific about the open mics I attend. I specifically attend most of the open mics down here in Provo and Orem, but occasionally we'll go up to Wise Guys, and I, I haven't done the icebox yet. I probably should, wise but gentlemen. Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. So come out to one of those open mics, and hopefully I'm there. Ben. Hi, yeah, you can see me. I got a few shows coming up. July 22nd, I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee at the Zanies. July 23rd, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. That show is sold out. August 13th, I'll be in Tallahassee, Florida. That show is also sold out. Uh, August 19th, this is a new one. Just booked it in Gainesville, Florida at Vecino's Neighborhood Bar and Grill. August 21st, I'll be in Boca Raton, Florida at the Boca Black Box. August 22nd, I'll be in Wesley Chapel, Florida at the new Side Splitters, which last I checked, the late show is pretty much sold out. I think there's only a couple tickets left for that. So get your tickets for the early show. Um, and then the podcast has a show coming up. Yay. Good, the day in the Florida man is on their first show of a tour that is one show long. Uh, <laughs> in Minnesota. And we will be. <laughs> we will be August 28th in Morris, Minnesota at the University of Minnesota Morris, which is a free show and open to the community. So if you have that day or that evening off, come and check us out at, at, uh, at the University of Minnesota Morris. It's only like two and a half hours away from Minneapolis. So it's fine. We're fine. Fine. It's fine. Just it's come fine. see it. Oh, man. I know. So, I mean, people don't know this, but we know this. We have recorded three episodes in three days. Yeah, I'm tired. So, did anything <laughs> happen th to you guys in the past yesterday. three yeah, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it happened, right? Ahmed keeps bringing in friends of his. They're very cool. And the problem is, is that like, like literally I've met two of his friends in the last three days and both of them are doctors. We're the uh -huh. same age. Do you know how, okay. like, don't get me wrong, they're not official, like, doctor, doctors, but they're, like, they're in their residency, they're in, like, their first year of residency, and I tell giggles on the internet, and that's yeah, just very, 
I don't know. It's a weird moment. You can't feel bad about not being a doctor, Ryan. We've talked about your tremor. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If they came in and they were just like, yo, actually, we're rocket scientists, then maybe you could be like, ugh. But even then, like, I did rocket (laughs) science. It's not that hard. Uh, I beg to differ. As a communications major, I beg to differ. I... I, I guarantee I wouldn't be able just, to get those concepts. I don't know. It was just one of those moments where I was like, man, this is different. This is enough. Also, I bought, I and they came in, I bought a pillowcase, a blanket, and a shower curtain with my face on it, because I'm going to go put it in John's place and uh, when he's not home, because I think that's funny. And the thing <laughs> is... <laughs> Is that, I just like that you have to preface that you're like, because I think it's funny. Because I do think it's funny. Well, because I can't. But here's the thing: I had them laid out on my bed to take it, like some early video of it to show people what I'm doing. And one of Ahmed's friends just walks in. His name's Esau, and I had to be like, Esau, I promise I'm not a raving narcissist. I'm just messing <laughs> with a friend. And he's like, actually, I learned about this in school. Yes, you are. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that's that's what I want to. That's awesome. I went to uh, I actually went. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but there is a kind of like a pub bar place called Bro- uh, Prohibition up here in. We have uh, one in Saint Sonic. Augustine too. Yeah, I yeah, they're all over TikTok basically. Yeah. But went to Prohibition for the first time, and it was absolutely fantastic. Got very very on the verge of drunk. Uh, I, I drank all the gay drinks. I had a hibiscus something drink. I had a purple martini with a lemon thing in it. Uh, you were just, I mean, going all out. <laughs> yeah, last night, well, I was out with one of my gay friends and then one of my, actually, the person I do my Why Though show with, uh, uh-huh. Miss Allison, and we went out and decided to party it up a little bit on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yes, you do. So that's my that was my day. Ben, what have you been up to in the past couple days? L- nothing. I those are, these have been my these have been my work days. I'll be done with work like tomorrow night, and then the weekend I'll be doing stuff maybe. But I oh my yeah. So you saw on the last episode, um, my little cousin got a hoverboard. Yes. Yeah, and I got to ride it, and I've never ridden one of those before. How'd that go? Yeah, how does that go? It's bizarre. It's wild because, like, the whole way that it works is that the no matter which way you fall, the board is going to catch you. Like, that's just the mechanics of it. That's the physics of the board. So the, the way that you go forward is you basically just have to fall forward and then let the board catch you. It is not natural by any like. <laughs> Imagine just standing up and then without catching yourself at all, leaning forward like you're just going to fall straight on your face and you don't plan on catching yourself. I literally hate everything about all the things you said. I hate that because I would want to like, I would want to like catch myself with my feet too. Right. Like I can't That's what most people do. 
Well, yeah. that's what I did when I first got on. I couldn't like go much faster than just like a, a slow crawl. And then I started like the engineer brain started kicking in. I was like, oh, this board is just catching me because I'm falling. So if I fall, it'll ca- have to catch me faster. That's how I go. So then the Florida kicked on of like, who cares if I fall? And everything <laughs> just like washed away. And I just started leaning forward like I was Gene Wilder in that one scene from Willy Wonka where he just like falls <laughs> in his face. And then the bo- I just started going like as You're fast as I could Jackson-ing go. You're just Michael jackson it. Yeah, basically, that's what it felt like, and just like as if it was a normal thing. And I got my, I got back, and my cousin was like, "How did you do that?" I'm like, "You're not gonna be able to do this. You, you're, you're too young." I tried to get her to trust fall forward, and I would catch her, but she wouldn't do that. Like she kept catching herself. I'm like, "If you can't do this to where I catch you and I'm right in front of you, then you're not gonna be able to go very fast on that board." But she started getting it uh, the the longer we were on it. But it, it is not. A normal thing by any means. No, that's sounds like it's scary. Kind of fun. It's always scary. It's always scary. I've always been bad at equilibrium too. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't <laughs> maintaining have that. it. What? I'm always like, isn't that what it is? How, yeah, no, that's that what it is. How are you just bad at equilibrium? No, no, no. I support him on this. I have terrible balance. I'm the yeah, worst. Yeah, I can't. I can't do like skateboards very well. I can't do like hoverboards very well. I can well. fall I'm down hilariously, like, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm a comedian. Well, that's see, hot. for me, my it, center, my center of gravity I'll is like really high because I'm more you. legs than like upper torso. So that's why, like, yeah. my, my I'm more upper torso than I am legs. <laughs> I'm just like, Whoa. I got yeah. nothing for him. Though. I think my oh. arms are like two inches shorter than they're supposed to be, but that's all I got going on. Other than that, I think I'm pretty evenly. <laughs> Spaced, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Showing off. I just, just out I've here always being had evenly this... spaced. No, uh. I don't know, man. I've always had this thing in me that like, my body doesn't like to fall, which I guess is a normal thing. That's but a human like, thing. Yeah. Right. No, but this weird thing. how that works. Yeah. What I'm telling you is like my body will pull some like ninja tricks if I am falling so that I don't actually hit the ground. Like, oh. I, I was, uh, I remember when I was a kid, I would bike everywhere, and uh, one time, like, a car pulled out in front of me, and, like, I had a basically premium rush, like, slide to the stop, but, like, when I started going again, something broke in my handlebars, so my handlebars went one way, my wheel went the other way, I flipped over the handlebars, rolled, and popped back up like nothing happened, and, like, oh, I, like wow. I had planned on so doing you're, it. So you're a cat. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I don't think about it, it, I'll just save myself. Like, when I Actually, played football when I was really little, it took a lot to tackle me because my body was just like, no, I'm not going to hit the ground. I'm sorry. Like, I would catch <laughs> myself, like, inches from the ground and, like, twist some way and just get back up. People would, like, it, you would have to pick me up, restrain me, and then put me down on the ground to tackle me. I'm actually very similar in the fact that like I'm a wiggler. Like if things are going bad, like I will wiggle my way out of it because I'm like I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Um, it's just it's very silly to watch. Your body's like I don't want to be here anymore. I start to fall a lot. I finish falling very rarely. Um, <laughs> right? I think we should end that segment on that note. Uh, again, so you're catching us fairly early on in the podcast history. We are changing things up again, but it's mm-hmm. fine. You'll still get the same amount of uh, fun and joy from us and laughing and joking. But we today's episode is, is insane. story time from history. Yeah. So our main segment is Ryan's Ridiculous History. Hello. Oh, guys, I'm so excited about the just 
This is so crazy. I'm so glad I get to talk about this. So here's the thing. I was I was doing some research on some other things, and uh, for those of you that don't know, what I used to study is I used to study uh, Homeland Security, counterterror, things like that. And part of the things that you learn is how to study uh, lone wolves. They were recently classified because they used to not be classified as terrorists, uh, but it made it hard so it, like federal resources couldn't go towards tracking them. Now they are. Federal resources include lone wolves as like serial killers and things like that. Now, okay, doing some I'm research. Sorry, just just to be sure, a lone wolf is just a guy that does all of the killing by himself. Not linked <laughs> to anyone. Timothy McVeigh would be considered it, even though technically he's not really, because Mike Nichols was with him, and there was a third guy. Oh, yeah. The Unabomber. Yeah. Timothy McVeigh. Uh, yeah. The Unabomber yeah. would be a perfect example. Even though uh, he only killed, like, well, he only killed, like, two five. people, didn't he? He I killed, was, I, th I, thought I it was think five. he only, I think it's three tops. He bombed a lot of people, but his bombs were never were good never enough very to kill effective. anybody. No, he actually was a pretty terrible bomb maker, to be completely honest. Um, but he did all of it by himself in a shed he built in Idaho. So yeah, it was he was was it in Idaho? Wasn't it Montana? It was I. I'm pretty sure it was Idaho. Yeah, let me let me pull up Ted. Ted Kaczynski. What a what a crazy guy that guy. I tell he you what. He got caught because his brother's fiance recognized his handwriting on live TV, and then his brother was like, "Oh, dang it, that's Ted." You're right, uh, you're right, by the way. Killed, yeah, so he did live in Montana. He did kill three. He injured 23. Isn't um, it? Yeah. He was active, though, from it 1978 is... to 95. That's crazy. Yeah. That's also, insane. the concept, like, we live in a day and age where people used to be able to, like, identify people by handwriting. Now you just have to, like, go off of, like, what kind of emojis they're using, you know? Like, <laughs> was this there are far too many laughing oh. cry faces. This is clearly Daniel. I do uh, not agree with that. Could you imagine right? they turned in the Unabomber because his brother was like, only Ted uses five sideways laughing, crying emojis. Yeah. Dang it! I always knew it was kind yeah. of Yeah, was this his tweet? Like, just, <laughs> um, His style crazy. of language. Um... Does Ted yeah. use the Oxford comma? But yeah, does he? He's, it'd be super He's the easy. only person that uses AF still in 2021. No, no, guys. Okay. He's the only person that still writes in 2021. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just, that would be easy. Like, yeah. It's hey, Ted. That's it. How whose do you know? handwriting is this? I mean, who's still writing by hand? And his brother's like, dang it, Ted. I told him to get a computer. I told you. Those damn eco-fascists. Okay, but if, we, if we're fair, most, like... Eco-terrorists or just terrorists in general tend to be the ones that are still like using handwriting. For well, yeah, because they don't oh, own computers. Yeah, it's always like yeah, they're always weird enough. They're always just weird enough to do something weird like that where they will get caught. And it's like if you were just like normal people, you might have a chance to get away with what you're doing. But you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as these. Oh my gosh, this is absolutely so. This, I was, you I was doing, like you're. This is weighing heavily on your it's, heart. Yes, it's so Brian's preposterously like... crazy. Because I was I was doing some research and then and I was reading about another guy, and there were two guys both okay, let's put it like this. What do three Hannibal Butchers, uh, a vampire, a wolfman, a a a like a mass shooter, and the sandman all have in common? They were um, all serial killers active in Germany in nineteen nineteen. Okay, I feel a little. I want to know. I want to yeah, know I feel why. Yeah, a little, uh, a little, sh a little shafted that you didn't actually let me guess. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What, what I did, wanted to say what I wanted to say. What did you ask? I want to know why. I want to know how. Well, what? Here's my thing. Like, I can understand. Like, you know, they're like the wolf man, the vampire, the like cannibal butcher. 
What at what point was a newspaper reporter like this guy? Oh, like what did you have to do to be nicknamed the Sandman? Kill people in their sleep. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I feel like that one was pretty yeah. easy. Dan. Or uh, or he was uh, Uncle TikTok because he was. Whoa! How crazy is that? His, his nickname was Uncle TikTok because he was a uh, he was a watchmaker. By the way, we've got two watchmakers in this. <laughs> It's very it like, yeah, like that, it's just, yeah, Ryan. After everything you've just said, the fact that two of them are watchmakers is really the oh, that's the surprising. That's weird. It's weirdly specific. It was, it was what nineteen nineteen. Don't they know? Isn't it like, like most serial killers have so, some form of like OCD though, and most watchmakers are OCD. Actually, like a, lot the, a lot of these guys. Detailed. There, there's probably a commonality between like organized. However, some of these guys. One of these guys specifically wasn't an organized killer. Hmm. Um, most of them were. So there's organized and disorganized, and yeah. He's, uh, by the way, two of them are named Carl, uh, and one of them references buying meat from a guy named Carl. Uh, uh, let, so let's, uh, let's just start with this. Uh, you're just throwing <laughs> facts out. Like, we're supposed to be like, oh, also, wow, sorry, you have solved so much the case. Let's, yeah. let's begin. Let's start They're with the They're named Carl. They live in Germany, Ryan. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, every, like, you, every third person is named Carl. Let me guess, it's see. Carl with a K. Yo, oh. There was one Carl with a K and one with a C. You, you oh, guys will okay. see the crazy That's connections, That's the surprising though. thing. <laughs> um, the connections are kind of insane, though, between... So there's seven people all committing crime around the same area at the same time. We're starting out with a guy named Carl Grossman, uh, but it's, it's, it uses that German, like, B-looking letter. I just... I don't know. Feels like... Appropriate name, to... though. Appropriate um, last name. Yeah, very. Um, so he was active <laughs> from 1918 to 1921... He was a serial killer. Okay. He was a monster in other ways as well. Um, and he used to apparently... You can't just let that... The serial killer's not the monster part? Sexual predator. Like, this is, like let's just okay. put on a huge warning before we go into this. It's gonna be horrific. Like, all... It's so horrific. The I mean, whole don't time. go into too many details. I'm not gonna. But uh, here's the thing. After to to better understand why these guys are doing what they're doing, what you need to know is after World War One, Germany is having meat shortages. Germany is like in uh, the Weimar Republic, and so everything is hyperinflating. So crime is very uh, accessible. This guy's the one that we know the least amount about because he killed himself right after he was arrested, and so we uh -huh. don't know a ton about him. But we know that he killed anywhere from we know he killed 26 people, and he could have done a hundred plus. Here's the craziest thing. He was known. Oh gosh, it's so gross. I want to uh, be. I want that job. I want to be the guy that guesses how many deaths there could have been. <laughs> that feels like such a bizarre mathematician <laughs> job. That like, yeah. But what do you do for work? I guess how many people could have died? Uh, yeah. If if everything just went as bad as we all expect it to all the time, I'm that guy. Yeah. That's what I do. So, just to put it in perspective, during World War One and just after, Carl Grossman sold meat on the black market and even had a hot dog stand at a train station near his home. Some Tony believe Island. The, some, yeah. Some believe <laughs> the meat contained were the remains of his victims as he threw their bones or other inedible parts into the river. Here's the crazy thing, though. Pieces of missing women were found in the canal near Andreas Square off the Lidstead Canal, sometimes on a daily basis. This was happening daily. Which uh, led some investigators to suspect that Grossman made a hey, murder up to 100 just women. Just because you've never worked a nine to five doesn't mean you gotta <laughs> you gotta you know make fun of other people. Like, yo, that guy has work ethic. Uh, 
<laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'm agreeing with that point. No, no, no. You can, okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm not saying putting, it's I'll, a I'll good agree, job. I'll agree on saying I'll at, say least consistent. Know, at least we know he's he's committed, right? He's yeah, very consistency committed. Consistency is, the the is through the roof. Yeah, yeah. But with that consistency, how did no one say, like, maybe we should just, like, sit here if he's doing it on a daily basis and wait for him? Like, were they just like, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> He uh, did it again. Guess we have yo, to leave. This is the this is the, the the Mulaney joke of like, how did they solve crimes back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Look, the, really here's though. a pool of our victims' blood. Gross. Slop it up. These <laughs> people keep getting killed in the exact same way at the exact same place. It, every single day. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I guess we'll never find out where why who is doing yeah. this. Also, uh, he got arrested because he killed someone in his apartment, and there was like screams, banging, and followed by silence. And the neighbors called the police, and they burst in, and they found a body on the bed, and they were like, "Well, you're a murderer." Um, and well, so that's that just poor timing and placement. That's just that she's guy. Like, she's just, like, yeah. "Damn it! Uh, I know uh, I shouldn't have left it on the bed." Yeah, <laughs> he, he committed to like, yeah. Oh man, what are the odds? Uh, apparently, if I'm correct, this guy, his neighbors ended up drilling a hole into his room because they kept hearing him bring people back and then not seeing them leave, and they were concerned. And then they heard <laughs> so the screaming, sure. and they were like, get him! And so they did, and yeah, he ended up, he went to prison but killed himself. Uh, he hung himself in prison. Hold on. Uh, okay, I have a few so questions. So his neighbors figured him out because they're peeping tongues. Now, just remember, yeah. we can ask a lot of questions, but this is <laughs> one of seven. Yeah. Are we sure that the so, neighbors right. were not? Were they sure the neighbors weren't murderers either? Because that no, they absolutely were. <laughs> because seven, seven that we know of. Yeah, seven that we know of. Could be seven, nine. Right? There's only seven that got nicknames. Yeah, everyone else just kind of like flew under the radar. So like, just the nosiest neighbors ever. Because one, they're like, oh wow, he brings a lot of people over. Let's wait and see. <laughs> Let's watch them leave. Oh, yeah. They heard screaming next door and they were like, I guess we have to drill a hole in the wall to find out if this is appropriate or not. That's the other thing is they drilled a (laughs) hole, but they heard the screams. They did. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently they they were watching. Yeah, they were definitely watching. So they didn't drill it in the wall. They drilled it in the door, which is a weird thing. (laughs) And now... And now that we know that the police force is a terrible police force, my question is, you only found seven of these people? Like, very oh, clearly. The, the police force in Germany at this time was literally, I mean, it's its cartoonishly bad. It was it's, literally it's, just Carl. <laughs> it was just Carl. It was Carl and Jarl. Carl, did you find out? Did you find out the, the criminal name? You're going to see how bad they get. His name was Carl, too. It's our he third guy. He was just guy. out there looking for Jimmy's mom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's our oh, third no, guy. Oh, made me drop <laughs> my croissant. 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 Um, okay, next Carl. We got another Carl. His name is Carl Denke. He was active from Denke. February of 1903 until December of 1924. 21 years of being active as a serial killer and butcher who sold meat to people. Now, at the time, again, meat shortages, that's why people are like not asking a lot of questions. Uh, He is often- Yeah, no, that would make me not not ask any questions. I'd be like, hey, Carl, buddy, uh, Mr. Danky, if you will, this meat you cut me, uh, it has a human finger in it. Are you missing? <laughs> Not yours. Uh, Mr. Okay. Denke, Mr. You know, yeah. this no thigh looks questions. a lot like my dad's thigh. <laughs> That's a What's crazy going thing. On? He might have missing. served a, a girl that he murdered to her family. Yeah. No. Keep, keep it in-house. Yeah, 
Dude. F. Carl Denke. So this guy, this guy was <laughs> born, he's got the perfect name. Uh, he's born in a place called Munsterberg. Now it's uh, uh, Zbysk. <gasps> like the cheese? Zbysk, Poland. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think so. Um, anyway. Zbysk, Poland. He was older at the time when he finally got caught. He got caught when he was 64 years old. Uh, he was known as Father or Papa Denke. What? 64? This dude went his whole life just being like... I could just chop up people and serve it to other humans. I just, yeah, like, <laughs> yo, he waited until he was, what, 40 years old before he started being a cannibal butcher? Mm-hmm. Which means, like, this guy just had it in him for 40 years and was just waiting for the easiest of Whoa. excuses to do it. The only excuse he had was that there was a meat shortage, and he was like, all right, time to start Did chopping he get, Like He started way before the meat shortage. Like The meat shortage was after 1918. Before then, he just did it. Yeah. Like, he was just going for it. He would take a homeless and transients, oh. people that he would lure in, and then he would he would kill them, and he would he would essentially. I mean, he was a butcher, so he yeah, would sell sure their is. meat because he needed to make money because he was bad at pretty much every job he took, um, except butchering. Apparently, yeah. This meat tastes yeah. like uh, Cambridge Road. <laughs> the, the, the craziest thing. So the last guy that he tried to kill, um, he he like because he would sit people down and have them like dictate a, or like write a letter for him, and then and then he would bash him on the back of the head. And he took a pickaxe, uh-huh. swung at this guy, but this guy kind of saw it coming. So he dodged, kind of took a glancing blow and then busted out of the house. And it, initially the police didn't believe him because they were like, Papa Danky, not that nice guy. Oh, so they eventually, they did, they did eventually trust the guy. They took Papa Danky in and he, he killed himself in prison. And the With police went pick. to raid. No, no, he, he, I think he hung himself as they well. They let him keep it in the yeah, jail. They're like, yeah, you get to keep one personal item. And he was like, I'm going to keep the pick. And they're yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever Just dig you yourself want, out. Papa. No worries, Papa. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he's like, so when he when he's arrested, he, he does hang himself almost immediately. And here's the thing. The police later break into his house, not because they were like, did he do this often? They broke into his house because they were looking for things to sell for money for the funeral. And so they break into his house and oh this gosh. is what they found. Uh, 16 femurs, of which were one pair were remarkably strong. Two pairs of very thin ones. Hold six on, pay- stop. I need you to pause real quick. Why is that a note that was made? <laughs> wow. One pair of which was incredibly this, this strong. This femur is incredibly strong. What a strong femur this is. What is this, kangaroo? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea why... Why they did this, like 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 this, but Germans are weird, though. If we can just like comment, it, it's gonna get weirder. Germans cause... in general are weird, so I believe it. I believe that the police were like, we need to test the strength of the femurs. Yeah, <laughs> two pairs of very thin ones, because of course I guess they snapped her. They were like a wishbone. Um, <laughs> they were like make a wish. Make a wish. Oh my I God. wish we could I stop finding serial these. killers. <laughs> <laughs> you both went the same direction. <laughs> He clearly um, lost the wishbone war there, though. Six pairs <laughs> yeah. and two left femurs, 15 mid-sized pieces of long bones, which is not, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what that fully entails. Just long bones. Hey, have you guys seen long Mid-sized bones? long Look bones, Look at these long bones. They were mid-sized yeah. long bones. They weren't, like, long They weren't long big bones. long bones, but they were mid-sized. Um, uh, as well as four pairs of elbow bones, seven heads of, uh, of radii, radii, uh, nine lower parts of radii, uh, eight lower parts of an elbow, uh, a pair of upper shin bones, gross that they separate them, uh, a pair of lower <laughs> elbows and radii, which, of which well, extremities is two still bones. remained connected. So they had fingers on them. 
a pair of upper arms and a pair of upper arm heads, so the sockets, or balls, not sockets, a pair of collarbones, two shoulder blades, eight heels and ankle bones, 120 toes and phalanx, uh, 65 Who's counting feet. that? 65 feet? Of? That's so many feet! Oh, just feet. Just <laughs> feet and metatarsal bones, 65 feet. At least he had the courtesy to remove the feet. Right? Thank you. Five just burst thank ribs you. and 150 like, pieces of no, ribs. He's like, he's I'm going to serve meat, yeah. but I'm going to be clean about it. He's like, no, he's yeah, just building people, the human centipede. He, he was much 35 was. feet short. Wow. <laughs> Dude, it's it's crazy. This Not only the, uh, that, but so uh, Carl Jenke is very frequently referred to as the forgotten killer because so many other people were active around him at the time. And again, like Carl Grossman, we don't know a lot about these guys because they killed themselves immediately after they went to prison. Um... Why Wait, are I the just, police letting them kill themselves? It, it, was, it was 1924 Germany. <laughs> they were the Germany. Jeffrey Epstein of oh. like the early German century. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Carl Denkley didn't kill himself. Yeah, right. well, it, it was 1924 after World War One, and also in the Weimar Republic, and they just didn't have food. So they were like, I guess we'll just do this. Yeah, like, it, I actually <laughs> just did a little Google on him myself, and it says that uh, Papa Denkley's, was it great, 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 Grandson uh, is Papa John. Wow! Did you guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Also, can we just comment on the fact that Papa Danky sounds like something like a Gen Z TikToker would name themselves? Yo, what's like, up, what's up, bro? Danky? It's Papa Danky in the house. Oh, He's got a so hot Danky. new album coming out this Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna. It's, gonna and it's just full Danky. of other people's thoughts. Uh, dude, it's also, it's gonna get more wild. Are you guys ready for the, for the, uh, third guy? Oh, I yeah. guess so, Third man. of seven. Harmon, uh, Fritz Harmon, also known as the Butcher of Hanover or the Vampire of Hanover. Um, no, also no, 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 he gets one nickname. Yeah, he got three. Butcher, Vampire, and the Wolfman. Okay, he, he killed <laughs> anywhere from 20. Those are very distinct things. Get your mythology right, 1919 <laughs> yeah. Germany. It's a, bit, it's a bit much. Uh, so by the way, he I was am active why, though. from 1918 to 1924. Um, uh -huh. During this time, he was he when he finally was apprehended, dude, this guy is like the grossest human being to me. So he killed I mean, at least 24. Spare us a, with a lot of the details then. Don't get well, gross. Okay, <laughs> like you're gonna, here's the thing, to, to put in perspective of why they called him the Wolfman or the Vampire. He's hairy. He, he no. I, nope. wish, I super wish. I super he would wish. Eat his victims and drain their blood with a straw. The he sparkled no, when the light no. hit him. He used to kill people <laughs> by biting and ripping out their throats. That's oh. this guy. That's this oh, guy. Oh, well, that's fine. He served in the military yeah. for a little bit, but ha no, uh, ended no, up no, getting no, dizzy no. spells and things like that. So they considered him like not uh, fit enough He's to still just be there. Rick from The Walking Dead. When someone threatens Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl. <laughs> But he, uh, he ended up, he did a lot of things. He, uh, he ended up like, uh, essentially like trying to go into law, trying to try to, he opened up a fishmongery. Uh, he was unable to work later. His fiance left him when she was pregnant with their child. Um, uh, it turns out though, Car uh, Fritz Harmon was gay. So like the fact that he was even with so his- So he was fine with that. Yeah, 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 I mean, he pretty much was fine. He later uh, ended up uh, finding uh, a young man, uh, when I say I'm 18, who he like started like this relationship oh, well, with. Well, I mean, at least he's not a monster. Yeah, right. He's at least he's not a yeah. He's not a pedophile, but he's uh, actually uh, actually he's just uh, a wolf he man dated a vampire. Twink. He dated a twink. There's arguments for that. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> dated a twink. Um, 
He, uh... He also, so he was arrested for, like, burglary and things like that, and he started kind of like a Moriarty-level, like, 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 uh, criminal underground. He was caught in 1913, sentenced to five years, but during World War One, they needed more labor, so they, they would break him out. They would essentially, like, let him go during the time to, uh... Uh... The, to, that to feels like, like the backwards way that prisons work. <laughs> yeah, no, they hey, were just like, this look, guy is good at killing. Release him into. <laughs> we're just we're really no, busy right now, so they if you could just him get to out the military. of prison, they didn't put him in the military. <laughs> yeah, he worked at manors and stuff. Insane. Yeah, he he would work in the grounds, like, like manors, like like house. mansions. Oh, and, and oh. yeah. And then he would return like, to prison each time. Manners and just stuff sounds on... like an etiquette place. Where he... Yeah, he, do, he would just work on his manners. <laughs> manners instead. We're going to let you out of prison, but you have to say please and thank you. Here's the thing. Danny, here's where you're going to get even more right about the whole police in Germany around this time. He then became a police informant. They knew about his crimes. Yeah. They knew about all the stuff he did. And he became a police informant where he would set up fake raids. So essentially he would sell stuff to people and then also get arrested with them, but then be let go because he well, was letting the police know. So that's he was a not, snitch. Like if you know anything about serial killers, that's really not that surprising. Like, no, it's not. So many yeah. of them either were in law enforcement or were like really close friends Trying. with yeah. law enforcement. Most, yeah. I, uh, most idol like idolize them. Mo most uh, yeah. haven't, thankfully, been, uh, unless you look at like the Golden State Killer. He was, he was. Um, and that's Just not social commentary, but you can make your own. Right? No, it's not. <laughs> They're not related, but you do see like there's there's a, there's a there's an obsession. A with cab power. for life. What? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Emily. We don't need your. <laughs> it's just well, it's just wild. It's wild to me that that was the case, though. Like, it's weird to me that they would just be like, "Here you go. Let's let you out, even though you've committed horrific crimes. You were known as a vampire and a werewolf. Wait, we're gonna no, let they, you be they in the catch him yet. for that. Not yet. He was known they as a burglar. Him for like burglary. He was a burglar and like oh, and, I and a smuggler a at the moment. Yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, at the time he was just—he was stealing yes, people's okay. so lives. So he's doing these. Yeah, he's not doing. Killing them. Okay, okay. Uh, now here's the thing. Between <laughs> I 19, definitely missed that step. I was right, like, right what? after World War One, uh, he was uh, in between 1918 and 1924. He's known to committed at least 24 murders, though he is suspected of murdering at minimum 27. That's my um, guy. All, That's my all guy. The math guy. Yeah, bro. Uh, all uh, of, but he doesn't yeah, odd number. All of Harriman's victims were males between the ages of 10 and 22. Um, again, we know how he uh, would. That's disgusting. Get that him. makes me feel gross. Uh, yeah. I, he would t typically keep like uh, possessions of things like that. He started a relationship with a young man during that time who became like his protege for this. His name was Hans Grom, but Hans knew what was going on, uh, and he would Hans. live with him and things like that. Yeah, if, if you're interested, the, where the stereotype of like a killer being a candy man comes from, that's Dean Coral, who's in the U.S. and Texas. Uh, he did the same thing. It's weird, and that that's a story that we'll have to uh, talk about at some other point during a history thing, because it's wild. Um, here's the thing, though. He ended up uh, getting caught in 1924. He was discovered um, bearing evidence of knife wounds. Yeah, there was, so there was a guy uh, that was that had like been stabbed and 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 killed, had been committed, and then they went uh, in searching for him. Let's see, two more skulls were found upon the banks of the Lian River. They, he kept dropping uh, bodies in like bodies of water. Daily, uh, da da not daily. That other guy, I can't believe daily. Like that. What you just... None of them were doing it daily. They were just all <laughs> using the same river. <laughs> well, that's the case. That's the funny thing is that what made it tough to find these guys is there was so much murder. That they, that they literally, <laughs> that they were just like, well, it could have been this guy. It could have been this guy. 
God, uh, it just looks like Detroit all over here. Yeah, it's all over here. Carl. Oh, Carl. They've all been, oh, oh, sorry. It's, Carl, a, German, it's, the, it's a German accent. <laughs> oh, it looks like the Americas <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, they, there were two young policemen that were drafted like to check him out, and they were observing him arguing with a 15-year-old boy named Carl Fromm. Uh, Carl. They, they then... Uh, Approach. And I said uh, it before. I'll say it again. Every third person in Germany is named Carl. <laughs> Carl. It, it's actually, especially in this time, you're not wrong. Carl Fromm had, uh, had turned on the police because uh, the police arrested him because uh, he would have been traveling on forged documents. And he was like, "That guy I've been staying with for four days, and he's been doing horrific <laughs> things to me." And then they, okay. so they arrested him. I'll give in. I forged the documents. My real name is Carl with a C. <laughs> yeah. I'm C Carl, not Gay Carl. Please. Oh um. <laughs> Harmon, uh, Harmon was arrested and did confess. Uh, he was just absolutely uh, a monster, and it's and, and and they found just bodies and things like that. They found out at one point, I believe that this is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, no, not this one. Mm -hmm. There was a head. Are you mixing up one. your seven German this, serial killers from the know, 1920s? Uh, the <laughs> all this, all this does for me is just like verify. I'm like, I'm always like, how could Germany have started a world war? And now you're telling me all these facts, and I'm just like, oh, they were just murderous people. Like, uh, I'm uh, not trying to, like, put them all in under one umbrella, but this as a is country, do you agree to just a lot of murder around the whole thing? It's just, it's just like, wow, I guess this was, like, a cultural thing. To be fair, Serbia started World War One. Austria-Hungary escalated yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, but. but that second one's definitely on them. Uh, but, like, yeah, so this... So here's the thing, he was caught, he was actually, all the guys that are going to uh, die by not hanging themselves are going to be killed by the same executioner, believe it or not. Because it was the, uh, his name is Carl Groppler. This guy was uh, executed Carl! on April 15th, tax day, 1925. Uh, he was beheaded by guillotine, uh, which is just so By a guy named Carl. Anyway, uh, his I just, last Hold on, words. before we move on to the next, before you say this part, I just want to make sure that I'm getting this right. So a guy named Carl. Mm -hmm. Kill just killed, not Carl, but mm. he was turned into the police by another Carl <laughs> because he was fighting with a third Carl. Where is your Carl loyalty? There's been Carl? so many Carls. Oh, which is going to make this even better. By the and way, he, two uh, of two of the serial killers so far have been named Carl. Carl. So of like, so there was Carl. There was Carl. There was not Carl. But not Carl argued with Carl, turned in by a different Carl, and then killed by Carl. Every third person in Germany is named Carl. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. Also, by the way, here's what makes this interesting. So this guy was also, he would sell meat underground, like, like on the black market. And here's the thing. Uh, they think that it might have been, he claimed it was pork, might have been people. He claims that uh, when they asked him, like, where'd you get it from? He would say that he, uh, he bought it from a man named Carl. Uh, now, just remember, our two previous butchers were Carl's that sold Carl meat. Carl and Carl. Yeah. So this is just, which also makes me laugh. These three had to look at each other as competition, as business competition. <laughs> you think, you think they were just like, people. you think they were just so uptight around each other? Like, yeah, Carl, let me get the number three. Yeah, and they're just, Ugh, oh, I hate Carl. I hate. Man. Are you going to take this meat to the black market to sell? I'm so, if, you're, <laughs> if you're living in Germany at this time and your name isn't Carl, your name is just not Carl. <laughs> it, it's just, it's wild. Anyway, 
That's uh, were, that's for wait, wait, what were his final words? Carl's, and oh, then his... one Adolf was born. By the way, <laughs> yeah, his final words were um, were insane because Just of that. course they were. Um, uh, I am guilty, gentlemen, but hard though it may be, I want to die as a man. Immediately prior to placing his head on the block, he said, "I repent, but I do not fear death." Uh, it's just a scary thing. Yeah, because you've committed a lot of it. Yeah, because you've seen <laughs> yeah. it all the time. Like you yeah. don't. Fear yeah, no wonder you're not afraid of it. You're like, yeah. At a, at a certain point, you had to be like killing someone and being like, ugh, I'm gonna get killed for this. Like uh, <laughs> they're gonna put me to death if they catch goes, me. I'm really gonna have to be put to death. Like, goes, uh, you have to be processing I, yeah. that. I'm By not way, afraid of. I'm not afraid of death. And then Carl, the executioner, just goes, ah, that's nice. Click. Um. <laughs> I click. I don't know what click. sound it makes. I imagine it's a lever and it probably makes a click and then a thump, boom. It's like I, a light switch. Guillotine. Good night. Uh, just let you know that his uh, his accomplice was sentenced to 12 years in imprisonment for uh, accessory to murder. No, that was Franz. Franz. Uh, no, Hans. Oh. Sorry, Hans Granz. Hans, Hans, Hans Granz. His name was Hans Granz. Which is Hans, so... Hans Granz. Hans Granz. Awesome I'm Hans Kranz. Anyway, moving on, we got a new guy. Hans Kranz. Hi. Uh, we've got another <laughs> vampire, uh, Peter Curtin. He was active from uh, 1913 no. to 1929. Stop. You yeah, can't man, just I'm say not... his name is Peter Curtin and then expect <laughs> yeah. us to not have anything to say about that. Absolutely. Every, ta- every time he killed somebody, he said... Curtain call. Bang! <laughs> That's curtains for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so sorry. Please go on. The, no, idea, so the idea of a murderer having a catchphrase. <laughs> oh my I gosh. I kind of love that a lot, though. By the way, he was known as the vampire of Dusseldorf or the Dusseldorf monster. I've actually been to Dusseldorf. No. It's nice now. This uh, also sounds so made of up. Dusseldorf? <laughs> Dude, he was Peter also Curtin, known- the vampire of Dusseldorf. Are you and sure this Zibist. isn't Shrek 5? Zibist Poland and Dusseldorf. By and- a, he was known, by the way, uh, so the forensic scientist at the time that like uh, that studied him when he was caught uh, called him the king of sexual perverts. Because, you know, by the way, I think uh, any German forensic scientist shall forever forth be known as the forensic scientist. <laughs> and you know what's funny? The forensic scientist's name was Carl Byrne. <laughs> That's stop. not funny. That's just, of stop, course it stop, was. Stop, stop, stop. No, it's stop. funny now. I want to know if these were all family names, and if so, <laughs> Germany was incestuous and was Well, weird. they all were. Good. Yeah, I don't know. But my was. other thing is that, like, if his name is Peter Curtin, yeah, he is probably a pervert. Right? I don't yeah. know. No, it just feels like that's a perverted it's name. A very, it's like, a very perverted I'm I Peter Curtin. <laughs> curtain like behind like your that. curtains. Uh, I mean, even say normally, Hi, I'm Peter Curtin. You're like, mm, I'm going to keep all the kids away from this guy. No, no, like, you're being right. You're, right. you're going to be the most right, by the way. My um, actual last name was Peter Zimmer, but I spent so many times hiding behind the curtains that people just call me Curtin. So, it's huh. more of a family nickname. I'm the vampire of Doris and Doris. I thought you would have spent so many nights thinking how I get along, which I do for a and I learned how to get along. Oh, now you're back <laughs> from prison again. Anyway, uh, Peter Curtin, uh, born in uh, 1883, died uh, 1931. Again, just 16 years of murder, just just going, doing his best. Um, 
He sold meat. This guy was born uh, uh, to an abusive family. He was the oldest of 13 children, which is actually very common for serial killers. Um, if I'm right, be uh, abused Franz, or to have a bunch of children, like kids or siblings. Uh, Franz was yeah. Franz was uh, was a mama's boy. That's actually surprisingly common for serial killers. If you see yeah. anybody that's that's oh, a little yeah. too close, very. Uh, and by the way, so it was uh, it was Carl. Uh, no, sorry, Franz. It was Fritz Harmon that ended up being. Uh, the watch he he studied watchmaking for a little bit, and then we'll we'll get another watchmaker later on. It's not this guy. It's not Peter Curtin. Um, he uh, yeah, it's gonna be he attempted Peter to drown watchmaker. one of his playmates. Um, he 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 was the subject of like much of his father's physical abuse. Uh, um, let's see. He okay. Here's what's super screwed up. Uh, apparently, very young, he befriended a local dog catcher that just liked to catch dogs and then torture animals, and then he just was like, "That looks cool." And That's so, also of course, a very normal yeah, step another, for serial killers. Another, another another thing. Yeah. Or triad. Yeah. Um, he was also an arsonist, setting fires. That's actually very heavily linked. Um, he, Do you he think? Uses, okay, I think what maybe has actually happened was that people were starting to study like these seven people and we're like, wow, these are a lot of common traits between them. Like they all came from abusive families. They have uh, a lot of siblings. Uh, they started with animals. And uh, do you think maybe that's just a trait of all serial killers? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bodies in the same river. Well, no, no, no. They <laughs> were like, maybe this is just like a common trait for all serial killers. So we can look for anybody that hurts animals, comes from an abusive family, has a lot of siblings, or is named Carl, and then just start from there. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else was like, maybe not the Carl thing. And then the, the second well, guy was that's like, what Shut I was going to say. Maybe they just like emphasized the wrong points, right? Like they were like, <laughs> are they named Carl? Do they sell meat? We need to check all the butchers in town. Are they really Double into watches? Them. Do they have a young male <laughs> assistant? Mm -hmm. Clearly, all the gays are serial killers. Put them to death. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We've only had one out of three thus far. Um, uh, and also, this guy's going to be straight. Uh, just to let you know, this guy was a... Uh, he was a pedophile. He was a monster. Uh, he was he was, uh, he was uh, a sexual sadist. So that he that is why, like, the only way that he mm -hmm. could... He's very much like Andrei Chikatilo in this way, which is later a Ukrainian serial killer. Um, he ended up being like, like this guy ended up being like the only way that he loved the sound of gushing blood. Hate uh, that. Guess, no, yo, it's okay. gonna get worse. No, don't um, be the ASMR killer. I don't need that in my life. That sounds like the worst <laughs> podcast episode <laughs> of my life. Shivers. I'm skipping Shivers. that one. Um, yeah, not fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Skip the gory details. He, he would. He, so he killed a lot of people. Let's see how many he ended up. Uh, uh, nine plus uh, murders, but uh, thirty-one I love plus the attempted. Plus. Well, because we just never know. He they, they couldn't. Actually... was doing it for six years, sixteen years. Yeah, and they think couldn't. He only killed nine. They couldn't get like, a hold of the the math guy that guesses, so they just put a plus. They're like, ah, it's probably yeah, more. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. The math guy. He's very busy right now. Okay, There's a like lot that. of serial killers. Germany, calm down. He's dealing with Carl. He's he's dealing with Carl. Which, Which one? Which one? First yes. or second? Yeah. <laughs> Um, he, he did, he did, like, some non-fatal hammer attacks. He would just, like, uh, yeah. I, hold on. I like the idea of, like, it's a surprise hammer. Like, this probably isn't how it happened, but, like, he just, he hiding in a dark alley and just throws a hammer at someone, and it hits him, and he runs away. They don't even know where it came from. They're just like, what just happened? It's hammer time! Hammer time! <laughs> Cuts in time. Oh, my bad. Hammer time! Uh. <laughs> We're just giving this dude all the catchphrases. Well, he's dead now, so. Yeah. 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 Um, it was curtains for him. Ah. Uh, By the hand of Carl. 
So the, so the police were kind of onto him because they believed that they'd heard uh, people talking about their uh, p potential assailants, and uh, Curtin tried to avoid. Um, yeah, and wait, hold up. Am I reading this right? Because here's the thing. I've gotten to I read through like know. most of the stuff, but not all the stuff. Um, uh, was he married? With his wife's he consent, he found lodgings in Alderstadt district of Dusseldorf and did not return to his home because he was trying to avoid the police. He was married during this time. That'd be a weird thing to put in there if, that, if he wasn't married, I guess. He yeah, got his wife's consent. He wasn't even married. Who was he? Well, yeah, but, but can we talk about the fact that this dude was married? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Yeah, but he sounds like a but great that's husband. In, uh, He's that like, hey, a, wife, can I go do this? And she's like, absolutely. But if she had said no, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, he got his wife's permission after, you know, the murders to go and try to hide in Dusseldorf. Apparently, she ended up set, sending him some of his stuff uh, to collect a substantial... Oh, whoa. With Curtin's full consent, he urged his wife to collect the substantial reward offered for his capture. August wow. Curtin contacted the police the following day, and this He's information provided to the detectives. husband. Actually, you know who's just like this is a guy named Harold Shipman who ended up, he was, he's the most prolific serial killer of all time. He was a doctor, he's known as Dr. Death. He was a doctor in England and he killed himself in prison right before his wife would have lost out on his NHS pension. Killed himself in like 2012, yeah. 2013, something. Uh, anyway, it's weird the things that you see about these people that are like, that's what they value. Um, yeah. But well, I mean, it's always it, weird to me. It is interesting to me, like, even looking at those people like Ted Bundy and stuff like that, like, seeing that they actually do have relationships mm -hmm. with women that are similar to their victims. Like, well, it's weird that they choose certain women to be, like, their, uh, like, the, I don't know. Well, the, it's the same, the, with, the, it's the the same with Fritz Harmon. You know, I mean, he had, a, he had a young man that he took care of while he was out murdering young men. Like, yeah. what? I think the, the important... Crazy. Thing that you could take from this is just to, to like the knowledge that people are never 100% monsters yeah but yeah the other piece of their life that isn't being a monster doesn't negate the monster the monster yeah well that's the weird thing it's like t there are still like a lot of uh people here in utah that defend ted bundy because they're like no he was a good guy when we met him yeah. He's like, he was like a perfectly good, so charming, so wonderful. And it's like weird to see people like come to his aid in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think that's also because those are the people that like defended him in the first place. And if they don't stick to their story, it's kind of like. Right. Hypocritical. Uh, sort of. Now you have all the facts and you're still, you know, you're still yeah. trying not to look like the monster yeah. that like, helped what, defend him. We, we know monster. studies show that like the first thing you learn is so hard to unlearn. And if you learned that he was yeah. a good guy by being impressed, like, it's just tough. And uh, that's that's the weird part. Um, wow. So, okay. So this is this is the fourth serial killer of Germany in the late teens, early 20s. Of the seven. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. Specifically, all of so, them are going to be active in 1919. Yeah. So he killed nine plus, wounded 31 plus, was a great husband. Great so, husband. I so, didn't get arrested by his yeah, wife. Because the wife turned him in for the money. Yeah, by the way, he uh, he used to uh, women, drink the I victim's right? blood. Yeah, women. well, women or girls. Um, he used to drink the victim's blood. Uh, this was the only way that he could... Uh, blood was apparently the thing that uh, that brought him to, like... Climax! Uh, this is... Yeah, this is the type of dude... Uh, it's gonna get... You this can is, skip this stuff. 
You don't have to do this. Well, I mean, it's, it's, we it's aren't like, a true crime I think we definitely podcast. have to put, like, a trigger warning before this. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you mean we? You mean me? I have to put a trigger warning I, now. I, I said to... at the beginning, I said very early, I said, this is all horrific. Yeah, but oh, then horrific. I said multiple times, you don't have to give us all of the details. I like details. the weird details. I don't like the... It's the, just, the yeah, gross it's details? Like, uh, the weird okay. details, like he was a watchmaker and a good husband, but not the gross details. Of well, here's here's what's gonna make it. Here's but you have to know it to understand the extent. But I we think. don't need. Yeah, that's, that like, is the important uh, part. We are like three a, guys that do comedy, and we have a podcast. <laughs> and we don't need to understand any of this. Okay, here's the thing. Valid. Uh, yeah, a lot of people really do things. like like the the detailed stuff, and we we do know that like true crime does really well, and also the fact that like here's here's why I tell you that is for this reason. Uh, w before he was going to be executed by guillotine by the same Carl that Duh. did the last one, uh, Curtin turned to the psychiatrist and asked this question. Tell me, after my head is chopped off, will I still be able to hear, at least for a moment, the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck? That would be the pleasure <laughs> to end all pleasures. Those were his last words. I and then, the, and then Carl the executioner went, <laughs> I will. Click. Yeah, <laughs> guillotine. But, but yeah, I mean, I think that puts it. The reason why I tell you that is because I think that puts into perspective like how deranged. You yeah, know what I mean? like I mean, that's uh, this is a level icky. that you don't see frequently. Um, even uh. even most have like certain levels of humanity. Um, but no, not this guy. Anyway, Weird. they all like like weirdly don't, like kind of low key crave death. Like all of them, in some way, are like, mm, I want to. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to die. I don't well, know. Well, a it's lot weird. of serial killers like to leave, uh, like pieces, credit. like credit. They want credit, but they also want. They want some of them like want to be found, but they want it to be in a way where it's like the only way you can find me is by being as smart as me. So good luck. It's yeah. a game. Uh, just mm -hmm. side note: I was wrong. There's not two watchmakers. There's three. Oh um, my gosh. Uh, you guys uh, ready for it? And there, there were three meat sellers and there were three watchmakers. Watch uh, so this next guy's name is... And only two Carls. That's surprising. <laughs> we're not done. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. There really are only two Carls. All right, so number five. Um, um, number five. That would be... Uh, yeah, so we are on number five. Right now we've got a guy named Frederick Schumann. We don't know a ton about him. He was known as... Got a crazy name, though. The Terror of Falkhagen Lake. Um, he, he committed a lot of crimes, uh, whether they be like we sexual just went from nature the or murder. the vampire of Dusseldorf to the terror of Falkhagen Lake. <laughs> Falkhagen Lake. Falkhagen is, is honestly bringing it down a lot. But terror? You're the terror? That's kind of cool. A Falkhagen. Uh, Falkhagen! Sounds like an ice cream brand. You're a the terror of Hagen Lake! <laughs> I don't want to think about that way either. Um, uh, That's actually a new flavor. Yeah, Falkhagen exactly. <laughs> the terror of Falkhagen Das. Yeah. Um, it's it's cookie dough record. without the dough. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, so, oh yeah, I do remember reading about this guy. This guy was a monster. He had a long criminal rec uh, record, suffered from uh, uh, alcoholism, uh, he, he bought his first gun murder. at a young age, practiced by shooting at local wildlife during his teenage years. Uh, he claimed that his female cousin was playing with the gun and it went off, killed her. It's probably that he shot her. Um, uh, he, after completing his locksmith One apprentice, for the guy. He, uh, he, uh, he fought in the First World War and was awarded the Iron Cross for excellent marksmanship. Wonder how I got that. Mm. Uh, following the end girls. of the war. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that's, that's kind of the joke. It's like, or cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easier to hit. He struggled to adjust to civilian life, which obviously, I love how this, this is the most level sense. He struggled to, to adjust to uh, civilian life. He committed that. seven murders, 15 attempted, and five arsons. Really, was that struggling struggled. to adjust? Yeah, no, he struggled. 
A little bit. Yeah. He struggled a that little. Word. Um. Ha, so was what arrested. was his? What was his count? Seven. He killed seven. Okay. What was the math guy's count? Actually, it just says seven on this one. It just says seven. Uh, they just stopped. Are we including his? Guy. Are we including his cousin in this count? I don't think that she be. actually is considered in this count. Uh, seven plus. So seven plus. Uh, well, and, and to be fair, this murderer got to kill tons of people during the war. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if that like feeds into it a little bit. Do you that was well, probably where it became a thing where he just didn't feel bad murdering anymore. Wait, he killed. He yeah. killed before the. I war, do have though. a question for you, Ben, because you'd have more experience in this regard, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say like get out people or do anything. But you went into the army, right? Did yeah. you ever feel like? Did you ever have like weird vibes from people where they came in for maybe constant uh, kind of like this weird kind Absolutely. of reasons of like I want to kill people? Yeah, type vibes. Those people exist. They're few and yeah. far between. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that they're all all of the people, and most of them are. If you're gonna find like. The, the job that has the most amount of people that are there just because they want to shoot stuff, it's going to be the infantry. Yeah. But, like, I was I was support, so everyone I was talking to were, like, officer candidates, intelligence, truck drivers. So those guys were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom was in, my dad was in, I was poor, I want to go to school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I just but wanted yeah, they to exist. see it. Just because <laughs> you'd have more, yeah, you'd have more They're They're there, program. man. Yeah. Uh, he shot, uh, this guy shot uh, his victims, and he shot the last one uh, on August 20th, 1919. And then he was arrested in Berlin, and he uh, stood trial. He was sentenced to death. How uh, did they and find he was it? executed by axe this time, because he wouldn't always use the guillotine, by Carl Grappler. Again! Carl was like, let's just Carl, change Carl it up Grappler's a bit. the real hero of this whole story. Look, Carl every, was and, like, ah, the guillotine is so 1919. Let's try <laughs> the axe. <laughs> I just I just love that in every one of these, the only two people that have killed themselves have been the Carls, and so every other one has had a Carl. It's just been the the other guy. Like, How did just... they find this one? Pardon? How did How they did find, they find this guy? How did they figure out who... He, like... Apparently, he, see, they don't even talk a, a bunch about this guy. That's the craziest thing. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's his the name craziest is the, thing. The, the terror the... of Volkagen. And we don't have information on how he got. Apparently, before. he was uh, he he didn't kill a ton of people compared to his other people at the time. Sure. Uh, and That's he also he didn't do any weird things with like the bodies. He would just shoot people. Apparently, at least that's what it looks like. Okay. Um, you know what that also feels a little like is like PTSD, like a little like well, whoa. Well, yeah. I mean, the phrasing he had trouble adjusting to civilian life is a very common thing you you hear in stories about. Like yeah. people coming back home because it's an actual class that they have to make you take once you come back from a deployment of like adjusting, like readjusting. It's your transitional period back into civilian life, and it's a very yeah. important thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Crazy, crazy, um, crazy, crazy. We got a uh, we got our next guy. His name is Johan Mayer, uh, which sounds like John Mayer. Stop. If I'm honest yeah. with you, Johan Mayer. Stop. John Mayer was yeah. a murderer in Germany. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because you had a bad day. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so, does he sing that song? Yeah, Bad Day is John Mayer. I thought that was Daniel Pewter. Yeah, uh, that's I Daniel, to, I no, to be, that's can Daniel Pewter. Can it be John it's Mayer Daniel for this? Pewter. It is. John Mayer. <laughs> oh, man, I was so pleased, and now I'm dumb. John Mayer kills other, or sings other songs. Murder. Now oh, he just murders. See, Johan Mayer kills people. John Mayer just murders that beat. 
Yeah. Um, thank you for not giving me anything on that one. It didn't deserve it. <laughs> Sorry, I was focused. But those were like, that was awful. <laughs> Um, so he was. So this guy only was uh, from 1918 to 1919, or when his crimes occurred. Um, he was uh, born to a day amateur. laborer. Only a year. Yeah, yeah. What a what a. And I don't think he was particularly well versed at the time of the First World War. Was incapable of military service, um, which is weird because he was born in 1886, so he should have been old enough. Uh, it was probably many... like bunions or bone spurs or something. It might have been something like that, genuinely, uh, that he, they got him out. But I don't know, because most of the time they were conscripting everybody. Um, increasingly fell into an unsteady lifestyle. You know who lifestyle. can check that? Carl. 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 Um, he only did... Uh, whoa, what? Uh, no, man. Words are hard. Uh, yeah, th this one's just written really poorly. He was giving uh, pen penalties for assault and theft. Uh, here are his crimes in 1918-1919. He killed three women who, with whom he'd had previous relationships, as well as two okay. men with whom he had previously been friends. So it was all people he knew. Okay, um, no, that's just 1919 Germany speak for had also, he had two boyfriends. <laughs> that actually wouldn't shock me for this. Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like we, uh... The teases, happy pride. <laughs> also, for some reason, this guy's nickname was Stump Farm. We have no idea why. Stop. It just, I'm not kidding, the well-known Stump Stop. Farm. I think that's where, because I think he lived on a farm. That's what pushed him towards murder, are you kidding me? <laughs> He was just a guy was walking bullied. around. Yeah, he was just a guy walking around Germany until everyone was just like, "Hey, that's the uh, hey, that's the what was it? Stump farm, guys? I just wanted to cut my orchard down. It's not a thing you should be yeah, bullying me for." They were like, "Yo, here comes stump farm. Oh, look, here comes stump farm again. Look at him with his boyfriend. Oh, gay stump farm." And he's like, "It's okay to be gay." Well, I mean, maybe soon, one day, it will be. Stop calling me Stump Farm. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them. No, no, I'm going to kill them. And his boyfriend's like, no, stop it. Stop it, Stump Farm. <gasps> so here, and that's why he killed his boyfriend. He, uh, he killed people with uh, a carbine. He would describe the crimes as, this is in Whoa. his quotes, a shot, a scream, all over. That's all he did to describe his crimes, which is crazy. To disguise his crimes, he separated the heads and limbs of his male victims and exchanged them. He mixed up their bodies. That so, sounds okay. like weird sex okay, stuff. Okay, Mr. Yeah. Potato Head. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. I um, hate that. <laughs> he killed Maria from Bonn on uh, 28 years old, murdered on uh, February 1919. By the way, this guy was like, okay, he was 37 when he died. So I guess he was he was significantly older than most of these people, though. And uh, very, uh, clearly, he was Ma sleeping around. He had yeah, Maria Maria from Maven, uh, or Mayan. Uh, she was 23. Murdered between uh, March 18th through 24th, 1918. So, two Marias? Two Marias. Uh, count me in. Uh, dear Maria, count me in. Sorry, I can't resist. No, we got it. We, uh, we, we, it. we understood. Um, Nicholas Johann Schuller Mayer. from, uh, from Callenborn, he murdered that 30-year-old uh, in 1911. So I guess his crimes definitely started back earlier. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. Lorenz Ruder from Massburg, uh, 22 years old, murdered on April 26, 1919. And then Katharina uh, Frost... Manic Sickerbath. I'm pronouncing these horribly. Yeah, you uh, are. 34 year old widow with three children disappeared <laughs> May 1919. Um, oh, Stump Farm was all over, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I love how it says that he was condemned. Uh, he was condemned to death. He was. Uh, since he did not confess before the jury, he was sentenced to death on February 7th, 1923. Imagine um, being like down in hell, like as a serial killer, you're down in hell with all of your other serial killer, like de demon buddies, and you're just watching and. And you're like, come on, cool, ni 
dumb farm, and all of your serial killer friends are laughing at, like, the vampire of Dusselswagen is just like, bro, I was a vampire, you got stump farm? You He's suck. He's like, hello, I'm Peter Curtin. <laughs> also, he was <laughs> this bullied guy, in hell now. He definitely yeah. is. This guy was decapitated by guillotine, and it was likely by Karl Grob for, it doesn't say so, but he was the official executioner of at the Germany time, at the time. Carl was so, going through a phase where he's like, I actually want see, to be known Carl Grob as did it correct. Jan. Carl Grob was like, I'm gonna make this my job instead of just doing it on the side. See, right? someone, <laughs> yeah, someone He was a murderer. Me. Carl was a murderer in the right way. <laughs> he was like, well, at uh, least I can kill these guys. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> my name is Carl. I live in Germany. There's so many of us. Why? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to add to the, to the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drops the guillotine. Dude, this is crazy Click. to me, this next one. So the, the last guy is known as the Sandman. He was a German serial killer who, okay. of course, uh, was into watches. This is the watchmaker. He was also known as Uncle TikTok, uh, which is funny because I do think Ugh. that TikTok may be the death of me eventually. Directly um, so, related to Uncle Cracker, maybe? Uh, in a perfect world. His name was Ooh. Adolf Gustav Seedfeld, proving that he was <gasps> the worst Adolf for a while. And then he got outdone. Uh, but he... He, um, uh, crazy thing though, he was executed, in, so his crime spanned from 1908 to 1935, meaning that he was executed in 1935 when the Nazis had power, so he was executed by the next most evil Adolf, which I think is Yo. just Imagine wild. being, like, so awful that the Nazis kill you justifiably. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Crazy. Uh, so, so this guy, early life, uh, he was born uh, in last child of his parents. He was trained as a locksmith and a watchmaker. He mar uh, married a woman named Katarina Seedfeld, who divorced him in 1910. Surprising it took that long. Uh, she, they got married, so they were married for 20 years. At the age of 19, his son was sent to a lunatic asylum for moral crimes. I don't know his what exactly. Son. He had a son. Oh, yeah, he had a family. Like, he had a full. No, no, no. His son was the one that was sent to the yeah, loony Yeah, right? Bin. Yeah. And he gets there, he's like, it's my, it's my dad. Go, go look. <laughs> go go like, check please. it out. Um, Moral crime. Uh, he so. would normally commit uh, murders in pine preservations, with one exception. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the where he The one that uh, got him caught. He, so here's what's crazy. How he targeted, he targeted young boys. Uh, he targeted them by what they were wearing, quite literally. They were, if they were wearing sailor suits. I don't know why that was his thing, but like, um... Uh, all I, of the children looked like they were sleeping peacefully right when they were found. now, but I absolutely want to psychological deep dive on that very specific thing about this German serial killer. Yeah. 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 Um, it's he, weird. He, he, would, hated uh, he would kill Popeye. Popeye <laughs> the sailor, Popeye. man. Murder, murder. Or, or it was maybe one of those the spinach. <laughs> <laughs> it may be one of those things where he like he thought that's when. A young boys were the most perfect was when they were pretending to be sailors and so that's why the bodies looked preserved when like they had they a career sleeping. path uh, no, look at no, him go. specifically like, sailors maybe he had just like a thing also, for the navy and so he was like yeah this is yeah. exactly how like a, a young boy should be is a I was gonna sailor. say how old how old is young I want to yeah. know how, how old these people, like, what is defined as young Children, Ryan, we, Ryan, we want to know specifics. Ryan, we don't want to know specifics. No, I don't know how to we please you. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want the gross specifics, Ryan. I just want to know the ages of the victim. Four. <laughs> sounds terrible, but four, four to twelve. Twelve. Four Ryan, 12. we said we don't want to know specifics. No, see, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win with you people. Um, uh, 
Um, he would use his uh, a, like a chloroform, like <coughs> poison type that he would essentially put over their mouths to, to knock them out. And, and some, they believe, died of hypothermia because he would just leave them in the woods. Some probably died from the poison itself. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, there was actually a bloodshot pressure might have implied some sort of strangulation depending on uh, the case. Uh, wow. Apparently he was... Uh, uh, yeah, so so apparently he was, he was arrested. It, it's not telling me how he Ow. was arrested. Um... But, but apparently at some point, uh, the jury of the championship court found that he was, uh, da, 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 da. uh... He was probably just out, like, out in a public square. He was like, oh, look at that sailor suit. And then someone was like, bro, are you okay? You have something? <laughs> he just, like, he just rages when he sees a sailor suit. <laughs> no, he like, just gets really turned on. He's like, oh, that sailor suit's real... Real pretty. Yeah. Uh, when when Germany started mobilizing, he had to be like, look at the mobilization. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, apparently, uh, he was he was classified like with war criminals and things like that. Or wait, no, no, no. In the presence of later war criminal, really against the accused in order to justify eradication of such behavior. Um, it's, which is funny because he would later be a war criminal, but uh, Frederick Heidelbrandt was a uh, Nazi politician and he was going, this guy's awful. Which is, and that guy would later be a war criminal. Um, yeah, let's see. He was sentenced to death. It, it's not giving me a lot of details on how he was captured or his cases. Uh, he wanted to bring an appeal, but no, they were like, no, you don't get an appeal for what you've He's done. Just, uh, uh, hey, look, I know you have pretty much of an airtight case, but can I just get like a second opinion on this? And they were like, yeah, here's one. We really don't like you. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, guys, guys, guys. I killed people in sailors, in kids in sailor uniforms. It's Clearly, not like I'm a the hero. worst. Let's get a second opinion on that. Let's, yeah. I'm sure if you look into it, you will agree they I are mean, the worst types of people. Death. <laughs> like, Come on. Um, crazy, dude. How about just like well, a real long nap? It's just, yeah. How do you look at your own case in that situation and think, yeah, this is fine? Like, oh, I should I definitely being, try and appeal this. I think they're being unfair to me in this courtroom right now. <laughs> Um, and I, I demand, feel attacked. I would just like to request that different people that are probably more fair to not Carl's in Germany right now. And like, you know what? The whole jury is Carl's, and I feel like that's just a little bit. It's unfair. The Carl's and the Olga's are coming for me, and I'm not here for it. Yeah, there's okay. a whole there's a culture what? war happening in Germany right now that we just never heard about. It's Carl's versus not Carl's, and it's just the most like, discriminatory practices happening ever. <laughs> It started when the Carls started murdering people, and they were like, Carls are murderers, and Carls were like... I mean, you're we're not saying, right. we're not saying it wasn't you're completely unjustified. You don't have to say it. Um, uh, this guy, uh, so it's funny that you mentioned like the appeals being denied. Uh, the longest court case, or one of the longest court cases, I think it is the longest court case in California history, is uh, a group of two guys named the Toolbox Killers. It took them eight years to convict them. They had it on video. It's one of those right. things where, why are we allowed to appeal that if you have it on video? Like, they had, yeah. they, had, they had them doing it. I don't know. For me, that's just like, what are you doing here, Insane. Chief? Insane. Yeah. Insane. Um, but this guy, he was not given his appeal. It seems like it seems like they were just, like, done with him. And he was executed by Carl Groppler. Again, and Carl. Back. Carl's Thanks, like, Carl. I've got your appeal right here. I'll appeal your head right off. <laughs> so quick, I just realized... One of these guys was killed by a Carl. Two of them themselves, but but mostly yeah. Carl's. So Carl really, kills. this is the story. 
This is a story about seven monsters and one hero named Carl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who is the monster uh, of his own story? I'd like to point out, probably in his own life, I mean, this has got to, he's, well, to be fair, he went putting down the, the monsters. Hey, this, this is crazy to me, because this is like, this is like Sweeney Todd if every third person in Germany at this time was Sweeney Todd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this, every time you were talking about stuff, I was just like, this is, especially the butcher stuff, like, I was like, this is just Sweeney Todd. We, like, I mean, I we wonder could if, just... I wonder if that was a, what inspired it, you know? Yeah. We could redo, no, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Vlad... It was like a Vlad, the, the Impaler, maybe. The Impaler, that, yeah. That did that inspired Edwards or not Edwards? Uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Dracula. But oh. if it was Dracula, yeah. Vlad or no, the he was. He was. He, he was. Count I think, Vlad. I'm pretty sure he's. He inspired a few things. He was Vlad Dracula. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. Dude, his story is insane. And also, it's funny. The Impaling. Most people think is like it was done out of like sadism, and some of it was, but most of it was done as a war strategy to keep the Persians out. And oh. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that one later because it's I think wild. Yeah. If the three of us got together to write a play, we could just write it about this and call it Sweeney Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make Sweeney it a Carl. spoof? The like demon Carls of Germany. We know what we're filming in Minnesota. That's what we. That's what we're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely, Sweeney Carl. <laughs> a musical Sweeney Carl. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. <laughs> we got all the Carls, and they're all selling each other meat. Oh, where'd you get this one? Bacon. <laughs> huh? Like just Everyone like, in the play that's not is named it Carl is literally just meat? called not Carl. Not, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that is that. Uh, those are the seven serial killers that were all active in 1919 uh, Germany. in Germany. And I just found, I just I was just doing some research recently. I was like, there's no there's no articles about this. So I enjoy, I hope the podcast audience enjoys. I know we're not normally true crime, but there is definitely some interest there. I the, so I hope well, that, that you was, enjoy this. It wasn't exactly true crime. It was just history. Yeah. Bizarre German history. Bizarre. Yeah. So if you're thinking, man, today I live around a bunch of pretty shady people. Is it 1919 Germany shady? <laughs> if not, you're good. <laughs> like that's. Oh, man. Well, yeah. if that's the end of it, that takes us out of Ryan's Ridiculous History and brings us into our next segment, The Silly Question. Would you yeah. rather have <laughs> what a, two... What a tone change. Yeah, would you rather have two half-sized clones or one full-sized clone? <laughs> my gut reaction is one full-size clone so we could do things and like people would believe it's me as long as I could trust him. Yeah, but, but, yeah. My, but my heart tells yeah. me, I want yeah. too many me's running weirdly, around. Weirdly, yeah, like weirdly, I was like two half-size versions of me would be great because then we'd all just like They'd be adorable. Yeah. That's I a little family. I need to know, like I would pick two half-size me's just to know if my voice would get higher. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, this is what the movies say. Now speak to me. I'm just picturing a three foot me and I am kind of I'm like, huh, interesting. Yeah, I would be weird. Two and three quarters foot. I think I'd be adorable tinier, because I'd still have the baby face and I'd just be like, ah you doing? I you doing little me. Full grown man. You would be an actual child. People would think oh, that would, you were an actual child. <laughs> I would frustrate. Yeah, people would definitely believe that you're like. You, you, Little like bees would live terrible lives because it would just be me all the time going, "Look at how cute you are!" Like, like, look at you're trying your best. You're three feet tall. That's adorable. Damn. That's just. That's like, it. I'm changing my name to Carl. No! <laughs> Get the axe. Yeah. Good Carl. Bad Carl. Um, all he does is pet us and tell me how cute I am. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, we're all we all agreed to half size clones. 
Yes. Yeah, I think so. I would buy them a trench coat. Oh, absolutely. And then you get the best of both worlds. Yep. Oh, I love it. Love All right. Well, that love brings it. us to uh, our next segment, Dan's LGBTQ for the straights. A query, uh, if you will. A query. Blame me off, So, if you guys have been watching Loki, Loki came out. Well, uh, it's been... Kind of the first episode. That oh well, ooh then I don't know and if I, I can un- well, okay, see anything. So I know what this. I can do this. Is. This isn't a major plot point. It's not a major plot point. Yeah, that's gotcha. not a major plot point. Uh, Loki basically came out as pansexual mm-hmm. on the show, uh, and so my LGBTQ for you guys today is if what is a superhero that you feel deserves to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community but it has not been shown in that way throughout the MCU. See, that's always funny to me that people say that Loki came out as pansexual. It's like, if you know anything about Norse yeah. mythology... I was about to say. B- like, done been there. You know what yes. I mean? So that's yeah, what yeah, I was... Yeah, he's exactly. gender-fluid, transsexual... Yeah, like, pansexual. he changes like, his enti- like has, entire appearance. He's a mom. Yeah, he is he's, a mom. He's a mom to a lot of kids and a dad to a lot of kids. And also, like, he was a horse at one point. Like yeah, that's just yeah. Lo- lo- yeah. So when people were made that's a big deal about that, I he's was not like, only transsexual. Like he's trans, like species. Like yeah, like, he he can do anything. That's why Loki it's always is funny. Literally to me. just an enigma of a of an existence, and like that's just his whole thing. When when I saw that it, he came out as quote unquote pansexual or came out quote unquote as pansexual, I was like, yeah. We yeah. I know we know we've known. Yes. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought that was yes. already. That's why it's funny to me that they say he came out. I read the article or I saw the headline for the article. I was like. He wasn't before? Oh, we all knew yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, uh, it's just that they said it more point like and that's what I mean, is they they said it they actually said it this right. time, right? Oh. Instead of it being like up in the air, ooh, maybe, 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 it was like, no, he's pansexual. And so that's sure. I think it was just a big deal for that reason, right? Is that it was like it was blatantly said this time around. So Which character yeah. would be LGBT? Is it, is it oh, okay yeah, I, to say Captain Marvel? Uh yeah sure or is I'll that just that. like yeah, yeah we all kind of assume I, uh, that yeah I think I ever... think it's known that she was like yeah that she's a part of the community I just like again is it hasn't though? been blatantly said it hasn't yeah. been blatantly that's said so that's I'm what like, I mean yeah. is that, I, that's what I mean is like what LGBTQ plus or like what superhero do you want to see or feel you needs to be seen as part of the community I mean so, honestly any any yeah. character that like came out in the comics that just hasn't come out yet to be completely like I don't know I'd I'd it just feels like there's a lot there, and so it's weird yeah. that like that. That's why, I don't know. Feels I think feels strange. As far as like, I think all speedsters are bisexual. Yes, yeah. The <laughs> Flash, right? uh, Quicksilver, all of them. They're all why? bisexual. Hold on, I don't, why? <laughs> have you seen the movies? Have you seen how they act? Like all speedsters are like, just, just I don't know. They just give bisexual because they're all none of them are masculine. That's very uh, true. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was a pretty good. No, no, no he was pretty masculine. Aaron Taylor was Johnson true. was, but the character isn't. Like the Flash yeah, is not true. a, a masculine person. Quicksilver's no. not a masculine. They're very much just like, hey, I'm here. Ha, goofy, 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 joke, joke, joke. You, <laughs> you know, and then there's now. friends Definitely with everyone. Comics, though, yeah, but yeah. Well, but yeah, older no, comics, totally everyone right. was just sad. Everyone. And mean. Yeah, everyone was just like very stereotypical. But yeah, no, you're right. For like the 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 speedsters always do have a definitely. Bi wife energy. Big bi wife energy. Big bi wife energy. Um, yeah. 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 
but yeah, I don't know. And like, especially like any Norse gods and things like that that are coming out that it's, are like. They usually make most of the magicians uh, in some way, shape, or form also. You yes, think they it's do. a social commentary? Hi. Uh, they're wizards. We're magic, baby. Yeah, magic. The community is they're trying to scare baby. the straights. I knew it wasn't magic. They're going to get me. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm just trying to think about it. I, like, the reason that I asked this is just because I have been curious about, like, what representation... I think that's why I wanted to bring it up. Mm-hmm. It's like, what does the representation of gay people look like in movies and film? Particularly right now, the biggest of those categories is superhero films. So okay. I think it is kind of yeah. like a weird thing to be dealing with. Is like, It's weird that you bring up the speedster point, because I never even thought of that. Like, it's kind of wild that like they usually, yeah, kind of in some ways, make yeah. them all very similar, right? And they all manage to fit in one category if they're a particular type of superhero. Which is I also think so. mildly annoying that, like, we don't have, like, different types of speedsters and things well, no, like that. But if you think people. about it, like... Yeah. Z- but maybe so the power itself like, is an errand of that. Well, that's what yeah, I was about to say. True. Speedsters specifically, it's not just the fact that they can run fast when they want to. Just everything is fast all the time. So, like, when you tell them something... They can run like eighteen different responses in their head just in that half a second that real time yeah. passes. So they constantly are just like, I have the best response. I have the quirkiest, the funniest response to this question <laughs> right now. And you're not even halfway through your question. Like I already know. Yeah, yeah. And so they they just live their life that way. So I think like especially when you look at like the Flash specific, I I know more about him. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, even quick. Well, he was like a first. I think he was like officially one of the first like big superheroes to be like considered part of the LGBTQ community, right? I, like, I don't know. He was like, in the comic books at least. Well, he had a wife, yeah. but. Well, it was like, it's like, it's yeah. right, like, y- yes, but there's a, there's an iteration. I forget if it's. Well, there's, there's multiple flashes too. Yeah, there's, there's a very multiple lines flashes. Yeah, that's right. There is. Time yeah, I need to look up the names. That. But the, yeah, the yeah. thing with them is that the, the the speedsters tend to have like very traumatic like backstories. So if they're gonna live their entire lives as heroes with that drama and at a like hyper slow motion, like right. compared to the rest of us, they have to do something, and it has to. And it's I think it's jokes. So they just turn to jokes to be like that Kobe mechanism. It's like Quicksilver is an orphan because his dad was Magneto. Yeah. And then uh, Barry Allen, like every all, everyone's dead. Yeah, Just everyone's yeah. dead. Well, no, you know his well, his mom is dead, and his dad's in prison for killing his mom, which he didn't do. Yeah, <gasps> but then all yes. of his friends die. Like everyone that gets yeah. close to him just dies. Barry yeah. is constantly Spider-Man. just like yeah. yeah, um, yeah, wild. That's my LGBTQ for the straights. Nice, yay. Woo! Which brings us to my segment, Ben's, Ben's Breaking, Breaking News. news. This is where I get to write jokes about headlines that these guys haven't heard. And I, the goal is to write a joke that's so good that it can just be so bad. Oh, God. That's, that's not the actually the goal. No, the goal is to make like, you laugh. That's but it? I tend to write jokes about things that <laughs> make a lot of people a little uncomfortable. So here we go. Here's a here's a few headlines from this past week. Uh, Biden signs bill designating Pulse nightclub as a national memorial. Uh, the bill was actually sponsored by former Florida governor and current Florida Senator Rick Scott, who up until now I have referred to as Voldemort. Uh, now, though, I'm going to call him Severus because he was still pretty awful the entire time. But right at the end, he told Harry that he loved his mom or something. I don't know. 
Uh, basically, just like you sponsored a good bill, but but you still bullied a child for seven years. Wait, he did. Oh, I was like, somebody thought you meant Rick Scott. I'm just picturing Rick Scott bullied a child. I was like, how did I not hear about that? He did a lot of uh, education cuts when he was the governor of Florida, so kind of. Oh. Um, Crazy. Uh, next headline: Pacific Northwest bracing for historic life-threatening heat wave over the weekend. Oregon's state climatologist was quoted as saying, "Quote: This weather pattern is unusual," which maybe isn't a word I would have used for a life-threatening <laughs> heat wave. Um, I don't know. I think seeing the Portland Unipiper wearing a kilt and a Darth Vader mask unicycling down the streets of Portland playing a flaming bagpipe for the first time is unusual. Uh, a historic heat wave I might describe as uh, insane or a bad omen or Florida. Hey. <laughs> Last one. Uh, Bill Cosby released from prison by Pennsylvania Supreme Court on legal technicality. Uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court held that using Cosby's assertions in his deposition against him deprived him of his Fifth Amendment rights, saying Cosby had been subject to, quote, an unconstitutional coercive bait and switch. Uh, personally, I think that's fair since he literally went uh, to prison using bait to switch women. Was coming. I hate that. I was like, I felt a disturbance in the force. And then it was Ben. It was me. I feel like that one could have been worded better. I feel like I could have put coercive in there as well. Yes. But you guys knew what I meant. We knew what you meant. Really? Yeah, we did. You knew what I was going for. That's all the headlines. Hopefully, next week we'll have happier headlines to choose from. Yes. Has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, it's no. kind of like a rough week yeah, to be. Yeah, like, it's like, have you seen the news? It's always negative headlines. So. Yeah, those weren't the first headlines either. Those were like the third, the ninth, and the one that you just told me about. Yeah, those were yeah. the not saddest headlines that Ben could find. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's Wild. it. That's the that's Ben's breaking news. Could have been better, but you know, they are what they are. I write, I write them five minutes before we do the podcast, so. No, no, we, we always watch him sit down and write them. Uh, but that brings us to our last segment of the podcast, which is audience submissions. We will be answering 10 questions submitted to us through the email this past week. Um, if you want to see us answer a question that maybe didn't get answered on the podcast, we do a once-a-month audience submission-only podcast. Uh, for June, it is already out. It is on our Patreon. So if you go subscribe to our Patreon, you can go see us answer all the questions we didn't get to on the podcast. But as for this episode, let's kick it off with Dan. Cool. Uh, so first audience question is from Jay Katz. Hi, I have a really interesting question that I would love to get your opinions on. There is a blue train and a red train on the same track. The red train is going 100 miles per hour. The blue train is 690 miles behind the red train and is going 150 miles per hour. How long until the blue train hits the red train? I got it. You got so, it? Uh, I yeah. already know you're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all take this one. <laughs> I have the right answer already. I'm just waiting for Ryan to give his. Why am I wrong? Wait, but you already said I'm because wrong. Because you're wrong. Yeah, no, you're wrong. I know. I know you're wrong. Um, <laughs> um, you're actually okay. Yeah, uh, thirteen point eight hours. Thirteen point eight. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah. 
The right answer what? is never. Why? Because is it the wrong one? No, no, no. They're the 690 miles away from each other. There's several train stations in between. They're never going to hit each other. What? No! <laughs> what if they do? Why are you not looking at this logically? Like, they're, they're 690 <laughs> miles away from each other, Ryan. Yeah, but like... Do you I don't know if you get that stations? on a math exam, though, Ben. I don't know if you get that would, on a math exam. The math oh. exam would be like... I know, I know for a fact Mr. Olam my high school calculus teacher would be like, I'll give you at least half points for this because it's, <laughs> it's smart. You're clever. Uh, but yeah, oh no, it's, they're 690 miles away from each other. That's like a bunch of train like stations in between. Uh, by the time that the blue train, um, yeah, by the time the do blue we, train even know, gets to the Do we know like the blue train's point, destination though? The yeah, blue but, train's like, destination could be like, by the time Thousands. the blue train gets to where the red train is supposed to be, the red train will have diverted onto a different track because they don't just stay on the same track. Uh, six hundred nine. You're telling me eighteen and a half hours across six hundred ninety miles, and they're gonna be on the same track still? I'm pretty confident. It seems pretty illogical, Ryan. No, I'm definitely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold this. Jay Cats no. really brought in the one question that was just gonna like. It's gonna break us. <laughs> yeah. How well, dare you question my logic? Well, Ryan says 18 and a half hours. I say never. I think I'm right, but uh, we're moving on. Megan W. Uh, says, I love the pod. Picked up listening to Ripe and Beth Stelling's special was hilarious, so y'all should really do more guest stuff or suggestions of things like music specials you particularly love. Uh, we really appreciate that, actually. Yeah. Um, just yeah, as like fans of those people, I like that you like them, too. Uh, right. So, yeah, that, that... we're going to be doing more stuff. I think we have a oddity coming on. This month, right? Oddity draws. Yeah, we do. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, we'll be interviewing another uh, artist, TikToker, Oddity Draws, who's just phenomenal. So you're going to love her stuff. Incredible. I'm going to challenge her to a sketch off. Oh. Ooh. Ben's going to write sketch. She's going to draw sketch. It's going to yep. be amazing. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful. 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 Um, next is me. Hey, guys. My name is Kaylin Wood, uh, Woody. What a great name. Uh, and I'm just wondering if you guys uh, were to be Pokemon trainers, what Pokemon would be on your team and why? I love the podcast, and Ben is exactly right when it comes to Texas. Thank you for being awesome. I got what? it right. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, I, I don't fully know what that means, but I think he means the State Series. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's what he means. Yeah, okay. So what are your six? Uh oh, we have to pick six? Yeah, yeah that's a Pokemon six. team. I thought it was just going to pick Totodile and be done. Deoxys? Swamper. Okay, no legendaries. Diceu, don't don't you at least get one. Don't limit me like that. No, uh, no legendaries. Yeah, we can't do legendaries. We can't do. I'll let you do pseudo legendaries like Dragonite. But... Dragonite. Okay, then in that case, Metagross, Dragonite, uh, Swampert, uh, uh, Diceu. See what I'm missing? I need a Psychic. That's good. Maybe an Alakazam. Just a just a no, because I already mm. have Psychic with us. So I've got Psychic Steel. I've got Ground Water. I've got. I'm missing Fire. This. I think I'm uh, Charizard to get flying and fire. Um, and then I might just pick like a heavy defender with like Aggron. That's what I go with. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I've, I've already got Metagross. I would, I would okay. pick Ododile and then five Zigzagoons. For pickup? Yeah. <laughs> so they get all those rare candies for that yep. easy wood dub? Yeah, nice. Absolutely. I would just Big pick respect. up all the stuff off the ground. I respect that a lot. <laughs> and I would never let Totodile evolve. 
Okay, you're a bit of a Level monster. 100 Totodile just wreaking havoc on the entire land. He could travel <laughs> across the land, wreaking Toto, all the havoc. Totodile! Totodile! What the? That was wild. Dan? Who would I pick? Bulbasaur. Uh, so Bulbasaur, yeah. obviously. You need a Bulbasaur in the mix. Um, I love Alakazam, to be honest with you. Alakazam is like one of my favorite. I'm just going off of my favorite. I'm just going off of my favorites and like what have been my favorites for the longest time. Uh, uh, I would go with an Espeon. I know I already have psychics, but I would love to be like a psychic trainer. That would be so fun to just like F around and have a whole bunch of psychics. Oh, Uh, yeah. I think I would also try to go with. I to be honest with you, I love Nine Tails. I don't okay. know why. I, well, They're pretty. The more I say stuff, tail, the more I'm like, yeah, adorable. I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but like I was there. Um, I, I, you know, I want to mix it up and do like first evolutions. So maybe like, ooh, you know what I really love is Vileplume. Vileplume would definitely Vileplume's be in the great. next day. I love Vileplume so much. She's like, she was like everything to me. I always wanted the cards and could never find a Vileplume card. And then my one friend got it. And I was like, I, like when I say I was like begging, she still never gave it to me. So she's an asshole now. I remember who you are. <laughs> just know that. Uh, <laughs> I think of you often. But uh, <laughs> a Vileplume girl. Uh, and then for my sixth, Mm, I'd have to go with Dragonite just because I love Dragonite. I've always loved like the whole Dratini family. So yeah, yeah. Dragonite. Why didn't That's my ice type in that. You also have mm. the next question. So, Swampert can, can learn Ice Punch. I feel confident. Ooh. Figuring out my team. Oh, now, is it me? It's yeah. me? Oh, yeah, it's me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, Getting down Aaron glasses, says, the next Hail. podcast adventure. <laughs> Hail! Uh, I love your show. Definitely helps my days go by faster and makes me feel less lonely. My question for you is, if you could go back in time and change one thing in your life, uh, life would you and why slash why not? Uh, or if you could go into the future and see how one thing turns out for you, what would you want to see? Okay. Either or. I would not go back in time or change anything. I would, however go into the future. The next time I try a new chicken recipe, I would go into the future to see how it turns out. Oh, are and you then, like bad at cooking chicken or something? Well, there, so I do I do a thing called uh, whatsfordinner.net and it just randomly generates a chicken recipe, like a, not a chicken recipe, but a, a dinner recipe. A recipe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just ran, like find a random recipe and then I go out and get the stuff that I need for it and then I cook it. And a lot of times it's like, I need to modify the recipe some way, shape, or form for next mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah. And a lot of times with chicken, that modification tends to be, uh, you know, either lower temperature for longer or higher temperature for shorter because the chicken will just come yeah. out dry. Yeah. So I would like, yeah, next time I do a chicken recipe, I just want to go back, go into the future and see how it turned out and then go back into the past and, uh, you know, fix what needs to be fixed. That. Yeah. I love that. Um, Dan, what if I had you? to pick, I'd probably, I, to be honest with you, I would go back in time and I'll tell you why. I think uh, school was not as necessary as I thought it was, or at least college wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I'd go back and tell my fr- my younger self to stick to what my, because th- I always knew. I was like, bro, I don't want to do college. Like, college yeah. just doesn't fit me. 
So uh, I'll tell him to stick with his gut and just be like, hey, follow your dream. I wish You'll I get knew to where you, you need to then. go. I would have told you so <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> but to be fair, the reason, oh, the way that I became a better stand-up was because of the uh, club on campus at BYU. Okay. Uh, the stand-up club. So I do have to kind of give credit. So maybe I'd tell like younger me to also go to Humor U and like go okay. and do the shows yeah. there. So. Yeah, just to make sure get that. Just fixed. go and uh, just go and like meet all the people, yeah. make friends with them. They they're your homies. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think that I because there's a thing like even like bad things about my life. I think that it all led to like better stand-up. And so I don't. I would not go back and change anything. I also wouldn't go towards yeah. the future because I don't want to know. Um, I want to see how it turns out, and I feel like if I went and saw, then I might change it. And I, I, w- I would go back and I would hug my grandpa, and then that would be it. That's it. Cute. Yeah. Aww. That'd be nice. I actually, yeah, I really love that, dude. That's Leave so it cool. to Ryan to get the most wholesome answer on a question. <laughs> Aww, purity. <Look>. Purity. <laughs> purity hey, uh, rocks. Actually, Ryan, purity shirts. culture is pretty uh, toxic, so if you could not. Dude, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing ironic about my shirts at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, next oh. question is from Alex G. Uh, Alex G says, hey, guys, so I was listening to episode seven for the hundredth time, and you got to the question, quote, could you make a holiday? So based off Ryan's answer, I searched up National Stuffed Animals Day, and it's on July 13th. Have a good day. <gasps> I just thought I'd mention it. By the way, Ryan, this episode is airing July 10th. Nice. <laughs> well, I better go get myself ready. You have three uh, days, kind of. I've, yeah. I don't think I do. I think I, think I can do better than that. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I have 13. Just me. Yeah, right? It just, I, it just feels that way. <laughs> uh, from Lee, Reed Lemons. First off, great name. Second off, not a question, but with the amount of BS Ben did in the uh, Army National Reserve, I joined the Navy. So, Ben, you, you became the reason. Your shenanigans led to someone else joining. I ship out today. Hope y'all are doing well. Reed, I, think, I hope, yeah. what, I hope your safety. Yeah, you say these things. Those are important. Oh, I, I hope your safety. Yeah, I hope your yeah. well-being. I hope you enjoy. I hope that you that you feel what, that you find what you're looking for. So um, exactly. he meant to say, I think Army National Guard (ANG), mm-hmm. um, but I was not in that. I was in the Army Reserve, and I think mm-hmm. what he meant was that because of all the stuff I put up with the, the Army, he joined the Navy instead. Oh, that's uh, not that I made. Not okay. that I was the. Re- I inspired him to join. I think he just was like, "Let me change <laughs> this." If only I'd heard our previous podcast and where I, we told yeah. them to join the Air Force. I emailed. <laughs> I, uh, I did email him back and say, uh, "Smart move. Good luck." That's awesome. Oh, that's nice. That's Shout so out wholesome. to Reed. Go, dude. This yeah. is awesome. Hope good things. All good things. Yes. And you're next. ALR, ALR says, uh, I just graduated from college and now I'm moving to California. Do you guys have some advice for moving out slash away from your family for the first time? Love I, listening to you guys every week. Yeah, just real quick one. Don't do not do it in California. Um, like, there's, there's too many people out here and the people that are out here are like statistically are horrible. Um, there's all these like... People called influencers and they're just oh like my insane. Gosh. You know, there's a whole other part of California, right? Yeah, well, I don't know what There's part There's another of, part of California. Like the rest I'm just of saying, the state. I, be very <laughs> careful with the people that you trust and the people that make friends. Everyone out here is trying to take advantage of people in some way, some shape, or form. You avoid that. Um, I would like do to, go to a forest in the north and enjoy your time out there. I would like dream. to say most people in most places will try to take advantage of you somehow. 
Welcome to it's capitalist just, America. If there's money to be made, you're going to be taken advantage of. It's just That's a little different. It's, it's way more intense needs to be out here. Focused on. It's true in this though. Question, though. I, I will say that California at least pay. Well, at least they know the value of the work that they're charging for, though, right? A little bit. <laughs> I've been in Utah, and people have offered me like a hundred bucks for like promos, and I'm like, bro, bro, no. they do that out here all the yeah. time. Like, because there's just so many people that like will just take the opportunity. They're like. A million followers, 100 bucks should do, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 like, I recently got a couple uh, asks for like uh, 50 bucks, 125 bucks. I was like, you literally, you can go show. <laughs> um, yeah. You better not be sending a W9 with that, because. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely understandable. Here's, here's the reason why I say that. The reason why I specifically mention is I moved out to California. I left my family. I moved out to California right after college. And my very yeah, first yeah. job, I was immediately sexually harassed out of. That's why I am very, like, whenever whenever people say, moving out to California, what should I do? Someone is trying to take advantage of you, and normally in really horrific ways. Um, and that's, that is different in different parts of the yeah. country, where it's not always that. Where it is very much, it's a very intense meat grinder out here, and it's, it can be scary. Now, yeah. thankfully, I'm Midwestern enough that I was like, nah, I don't do those things. But I still got fired. I lost all my representation. Everything went really downhill for a very long time. Uh, but you build your own stuff, you build back up, and here we are. But be very careful. Be very yes, careful. Uh, as far as uh, Love it. dealing with moving away from your family and friends for the first time, I would suggest building into your weekly schedule a time that you, every week, you set aside time to make sure you're staying in touch with family and friends from back home. Whether that's like that's actually valid. Yeah, maybe, that's something I you know, didn't do when yeah. I first moved here. Yeah. If like Wednesday is that's your valid. lightest day of work or whatever, or you have like you know an hour during the day on certain days, you go okay. Well, this block is blocked off because I'm I'm calling my best friend or I'm calling mom or I'm calling whoever and just talking and FaceTiming. But you you make it part of your your weekly schedule so that you don't feel like. Oh, I'll do it next week. No, that's part of your schedule. Another thing that I'd also recommend is also just, like, put yourself in situations where you are going to be able to make new friends. Big win. sitting yep. in the lonely, sitting yeah. lonely in your new place of residence without any support system, anything, anyone to share your experiences with, mm -hmm. sucks. So, I know it's going to be really scary. It always is, but... Put yourself in a situation where you're going to make friends with people. Because that groups. will be your new family yeah. in your new area. Right? Find groups of people that do the same thing that you like to do. Like, if you like to play sports, there is absolutely, like, pickup sports that happen. Or um, they have, like, intramural adult leagues. A lot they of cities do. Have yeah. Those Dodge are um, If you, Dodge you know, whatever you like, there is a Facebook group for it. Yes. And yeah, if you is, find yeah, that Facebook group, you can find the people in your area. Maybe they do a meetup. But, like, book clubs, sewing clubs, sports clubs, something more specific to your career. Find a group, find a hobby, and then find a group of people that like doing that hobby as well. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Next question from Jazzy A. I just want to quickly say that you guys are great, and I really enjoy being able to listen to you guys. By the way, Dan, I am an ex-Mormon too, so it's nice to get the Mormon Utah jokes on a personal level. I was named after birth control by a hippie, uh, slash thinks he's funny of a father, so my question is, is there any story slash meaning behind your name? <laughs> Ryan, you giggled. You have one? Yeah, because I, I wasn't named Ryan until the first five days of my life. I was baby boy Kelly because my parents didn't pick up out a, out a boy's name. 
So oh, I've yeah. named Ryan just kind of on a whim because they didn't want names that were like, that you could be shortened. And so they went with Ryan and, and they didn't realize that they were naming me R. Kelly. And here we are today. <laughs> so I didn't like, like names that, were, that could be shortened. So they named me Ryan, not knowing full well that the word Rye exists. Yeah, right. And that's what they call me. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't. What I'm trying to say is, I like my buddy was born on April 22nd. I was born on April 18th. But I've been, he's been Casey Jones longer than I've been Ryan Kelly because it took my parents so long to name me. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, well, uh, to be honest with you, my. So, little backstory. My mom comes from a family of all women, and then my dad come is the only boy in his entire family. And so, they were very nervous because they had had three girls. And so, when I was born, I was a surprise. They were like, "Wow, a boy!" And so they just kind of shoved all the family names onto me because they were like, "This is the one that will continue." And then I came out as gay, and they were like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> "All of the games got lost." No, well, I still plan on. I don't know. I think I. I don't know if I want kids yet, but yeah, I probably will have them eventually. But just grab it, a uh, of it was just yeah, it was very interesting. So they just did that. I'm also named after my I can't remember how many great great greats grandfathers. An but yeah, an ancestor who was the mayor of Nauvoo, which is a prominent city in Missouri, or I can't remember where it is, where the Mormons settled, and yeah. Missouri, Missouri, probably, yeah. They That's did Missouri. Well, I can't remember if it was... they. I'll I'll get all the info, but yeah. somewhere. That's pretty neat. Nauvoo. Yeah. I like yeah. it. So I have the same middle name as my dad. So my dad gave me my middle name as his middle name. Uh, he gave my older brother, they share a first name, but not a middle name. So my brother's not a junior, but he is... They, they're both Roger. Um, <laughs> and then I have my dad's middle name. And... My first name comes from just my dad's drunk college best friend, uh, who I don't want to throw his full name out there, but I do know it. His name. Yeah. I bet it's Ben. It, it, well, <laughs> I meant like including his last name, but Benji. They mean. called him Benj, Benji. So I was Benjamin uh, from birth. I've met him once. He's still as crazy as my dad said that he always was in college, and I, I, it kind of fits. So I love that. I'm happy with it. You got a good name. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, we've got another tune in from Absolutely Not. Uh, I love this group of humans. Uh, good evening, Dan, Ben, and Ryan. We just finished uh, the podcast from 626 and have a couple messages for you. Ryan, there's a fine line between comfort and debauchery when it comes to pantslessness. Walk it carefully. Um, <laughs> I think oh, they you mean know I'm wear pants. No, I'm walking <laughs> it comfortably. Okay. Uh, uh, um, anyway, Ben. Don't take our team's teasing too seriously. You'll be back on top soon, we're sure. Hurtful. Um, uh, Dan, you've been cr uh, quietly crushing this little competition in the lead for three out of four challenges, and we wanted to congratulate you for being so classy about it. Thanks. That was amazing. <laughs> the spin was everything. Now, down to business. We're talking, and since the next challenge might require some extra preparation, we thought we should send it early before the college lecture challenge is completed to allow for the needed time. Ready, set, here we go. Over the last few weeks, we've heard, we here at Absolutely Not Workshop have noticed a disturbing trend. Ryan can never seem to find his pants. It makes us laugh, but it also inspired our next challenge. Your task this time is to channel your inner supermodel and assemble a look to serve in the GDFM podcast fashion show. The theme is dressy evening, and points will be awarded to the best dressed, uh, quaffed, and accessorized podcaster. 
Bonus points if you somehow incorporate a comfortable pair of pants. They do exist, Ryan. You lie. Um, uh, sounds like I'm doing a dress. Anyway, um, just so I can avoid pants. We're looking forward to seeing a Ben in something a little bit more formal than the Ben, the Brainerd Bunch hoodie. And while Ryan has experience on his side, Dan is, as usual, the odds-on favorite to win. Let's see that style, gentlemen. I love them so much. I, I'd I honestly, if we just got five, like three watchers for the rest of time and it's just them, yep. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very comfortable with that. It's fine. Like, like, I'm gonna let you guys know right now, I will destroy this competition. So don't worry. Like, you don't have to put all that time and effort into it. Like, I know what Dan, I know who Dan is. I know what Dan has, but Dan does not know what I have. Valid. Yeah, I don't know the threat. I don't I, know the I threat also yet. will say this. Hey, don't don't throw me with a good time. I'll go find the guy that did the outfits that I've worn on, for modeling before. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be in here okay. full spray, full sure. trident. Yeah, no, Let's no, do Ryan, this, Bobby you can Love. come we in here this. with a model outfit on. I promise <laughs> what I'm bringing to the table will mop the floor with whatever you bring. I will wipe the flannel like off of that now. face. I'm like, <laughs> no, don't wipe the flannel. <laughs> this is the most aggressive I'm sure you've ever seen someone be about uh, uh, someone be about fashion. No, fashion? I'm gay. I've no, seen, I've are seen you people be pretty yeah, aggressive about fashion. That is, fashion, fair. gay and modeling experience. No, no, no. We've seen some pretty aggressive people. Uh, it's the only oh, way I know. It'll just be entertaining to see you be this aggressive about it. Ben. Yeah, that's it's, just what shocks. Us. I like I how have, they just like read you to filth a little. They were like, "All we see you is in that hoodie." I mm. have an outfit <laughs> that I have been saving for a very particular, specific time, and now that this exists, <laughs> I have the motivation to get it fitted perfectly. Oh, and bust is it, it out. Is it a is it a Florida suit? Why do I think it's a Florida suit? A, what is I feel a, like it's a, a pink Florida suit. It's got flamingos on it. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I guess you'll have to wait and find out, Ryan. I'm Ooh. so excited. I'm betting. I'm hoping. Ooh. All right, Dan, you this? have the last question. We'll do this soon. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> the, uh, and I'm going to do two pronunciations. Either the Bucieri, Bucieri fam. Bucieri. That's Bucieri. what I was going to say. Bucieri family. Yeah. Uh, s sent us a question that says... I always hear you guys say this, and I heard Beth saying, uh, say, tagging this to death. So, what is a tag? Ooh, good question. It is just, in comedy, a tag is just an extra funny piece. Yes. Like, you have yeah. your punchline, and a, a tag is anything that you add after the punchline that isn't just, like, its own standalone punchline, but is still funny, and just more or less rides the wave of laughter from the punchline. Yeah. It yeah. takes the audience just, yeah, it mm -hmm. boosts the audience just even a little bit further. Yeah, love that. I'm trying to think of an example. Does anybody have an example off the top of their head? I do one where I, uh, where I do have an Africa joke and, uh, oh, ugh. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you so ask. So basically, oh. I, I introduce people to me being from Africa and then I talk about how skinny people always like when they talk about us or want to introduce us to each other to date us fatter people, uh -huh. they uh, always like say something along the lines of like, I know they're a little bit bigger, but, and then insert some ridiculous information they think will relate to them. And then I do this whole example of like what people usually say to me about other people. And then I'm like, uh, in my, in their case, it's probably more along the lines of like, I know he's a little bit bigger, but 
if you pay for the meal, you're technically feeding an African child. And then people laugh and they're like, ha, 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 ha. And then I say, and that's a tax write-off. And that's <laughs> where people is. are like, yeah. ah, okay, cool. Tag. Um, so that's I, my best example, I think, I do my one. This is just kind of like, this is more or less a throwaway tag. But it's, it's kind of like, I do a joke about being a tiny person. I only weigh 125 pounds. And people have noises that they make when they hear that. Um, and I go, okay, calm down. Uh, not the worst, though. I said that once at a show, and there was a woman in the crowd that just yelled out, oh, no. And I said, ma'am, I'm in, I'm small. I'm not in danger. Uh, and the extra tag is, it's not even windy out. I checked. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I love, love that. It. I think I've got my I think I've got my generic white guy bit of like mm-hmm. I'm I'm the most generic looking white guy. Uh, I look like if Costco sold people, and then I just say yeah, if I took yeah. my shirt off right now, you'd just see Kirkland, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the extra tag. Yeah, just a little um, extra extra little punch. Little, little punches. Yeah, that's uh, it. That is, is that it? it? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's our third podcast of the week, guys. We did it. Oh, we yeah, did we it. Made we it. filmed our third podcast <laughs> of the week. Third podcast in three oh, days. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you, and that is why we do this. So yeah. thanks for being here. That is, love it. To that to is all. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of The Good, The Dan, The Florida Man. Uh, if you want to find us outside of the podcast, Ryan, where can they find you? YouthPastorRyan.com. Dan. It's got all links to all my things. Dan Bam Bam on all social media except for Snapchat, which is Dan, Dan underscore, underscore YOLO love. Okay, I have to fix that in post. And uh, <laughs> you can find all of my stuff at benbrainer.com. It's called Brain A-R-D. If you can't figure that out, try using yours. You can also find all the links for the podcast on our, our podcast website, gdfmpodcast.com. And you can email us at podcast at gdfmpodcast.com. Uh... Yeah, that's it. That's our questions so much. Oh uh, yeah, uh, we love you. We'll see you later next week. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.